Hey there, you're listening to You Still Going On About That with Rob Israel and Joseph K. You can find us anywhere you can download podcasts. You could also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at YSGOAT. Thanks for listening. I'm Rob Israel. I am Joseph K. You still going on about that? All right, Joseph, I'm back. Right, yeah. You were gone for, for a while. It was just a week, not even a week. Yeah. Like six days. But I guess a week. uh, That doesn't matter. There was no episode last week. (laughs) True. Yes. Yeah. I I, uh, die hard goats. It was tough. Didn't know what to do last week. Yeah. It was, it was tough. I'd say it was probably toughest most on my dog, Harry, who had to listen to a three hour discussion of the Phantasm series. Because uh, I needed something to talk about on Wednesday night, uh, so I did a deep dive in all five Phantasm movies uh, with Harry. So he's, he's the dog, my, my dog. Yes. The dog about the Phantasm movies. You know, the yes. first two they 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 start to just get progressively worse. They vary in quality, true. But the, the I will say the first one was iconic probably one of my favorite all-time i haven't ever saw the second one i heard that's the oh, best one. the second one is amazing i, I saw I the that's second the one. one that's like the best made and everything and it's got yeah it's it's got a it's it's well made it's got a, a relatively coherent storyline uh it was like a, a decent hollywood production at the time Good mix of funny and scary. I mean, it, it did hit all the spots. You could and have then it, that podcast. The moment you uh, I was going to put that up and just said a special episode. <laughs> it would just be me for like 23 minutes of talking and then, and then like you another 20. That. Yeah. That's just you doing that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the twist. Now, your the dad end. would there. be saying kibbles and bits and bits. At the end, the twist would be there was no dog. <laughs> yeah, there was no. Yeah, and it told you to kill your neighbor. <laughs> right. Um, okay. I went to. Uh, well, we went to. Drove through Utah. Okay. Yeah. I never been to Utah. It's not really a state I ever really. But That's man, pretty. I tell you, what an amazing drive! Just drive through Utah. It yeah. is incredible. The the scenic view. The Beehive State. So beautiful. One of the most amazing mountains I've ever seen. Like I live in Colorado. We have amazing mountains. It's crazy in Utah. It's like it's all over the place. It's like you feel like you're on a different planet sometimes. It, yeah. I, it, we, I, uh, we went to Moab. There's like, oh, okay. There's like yeah. natural arches. We went to Zion also. Okay. Um, that one was uh, I don't feel like we did it right. We needed more time there. I mean, we walked. It was fine, but I think Moab was better. We got a better feel for that. And then we went to Vegas. Uh, I love Vegas. Yeah, I don't know if I do. I mean, I don't know. I like some of the I like some of the things we did. We went to um what do you call it? Uh Meow Wolf. There's oh, there's yeah. one there yep. called the Megamart. So that's yes. the third one. There's one opening up in uh Grapevine in Texas. It, it opened. It's uh open now, I believe. Oh, you should check it out. I, I definitely want to. Um, I did not want to. They made a big production of it to begin with. You, I don't know if it's like this at all of them, but you had to like reserve spots like well ahead of time. To, it, and it gets pop. It's popular enough that you you should, if you want to go like that day, you should get the tickets like yeah, or for that morning at least. You shouldn't just show up. You're probably your chances of getting in are going to be 
or you might be going there and then being like, I got to come back like six hours later or something. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's good. I will say the Vegas one was cool, but I think the best one still so far is Santa Fe. And the one in Colorado is pretty amazing because that one's so freaking huge. The one in yeah. Me. Then we went to we went to a bunch of other things. You know, we walked on the strip. Man, the strip's such a difficult thing to walk on. Man, they do not make that easy. There's no, like, it, it takes forever to get to things. Yeah, it used to be. I used to go a lot. Well, I lived in Flagstaff, Arizona, for a few years, mm. and it's like a That's, quick little. It's like a five-hour drive. You know, I mean, really. I mean, we drove. So when you drove through Utah, then you go through Arizona. We're, we were in Arizona for like, uh, I don't know, like 20 miles. Okay. And, then we're in, and then we're in Nevada. China like cuts through because it's so south of the point. Yeah. Of Nevada, so you have to cut through Arizona to get. It's quicker to cut through Arizona than it That's is funny. to drive straight into Nevada, go down. Um, And uh, I don't know. Uh, Like I said, I at the strip, man, it's just so... It's our navigate. I love the the fountains. Uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, yep. We were staying at the Mirage, so they had the volcano. Oh yeah! Did you that recreate cool. the Ocean's Eleven scene at the end, the uh, in front of the fountains? Oh no, I don't remember that scene. Oh yeah, that's like at the very end of the the remake, Ocean's Eleven with George Clooney. They all kind of like meet up at the fountains, then they go their separate ways. Oh yeah, uh, no, but that that fountain's pretty amazing. Um, mm. We went to Fremont Street. They have this oh, yeah. like overhang thing with like I saw Bjork on Fremont Street. She did a performance uh there once. Oh nice. I, I don't yeah. know if you saw the video I posted. I posted the Fremont Street overhang video. On my no, Instagram. I didn't. Where, where did you post that? Instagram. Instagram <laughs> hides all my posts. So I was gonna say I see, see a lot of them, but I did not see that. Nope. Um I posted Fremont's that. real fun. I still fun. haven't posted anything yet. I uh I still have to post like I have tons of pictures and stuff. We went to the we went to the punk rock museum in Vegas. That thing's okay. awesome. And it's run by it's owned by, I guess, or at least it's created by Fat Mike. And oh. uh, it was kind of cool the timing. We were there. The guy from TSOL, I don't know, I'm trying to remember the guy's name. He did a reading of his book. He was there. Oh. That was pretty awesome. So we got to watch that. And what was that? Uh, was that True Sons of Liberty? Was that what that was stood for? Oh, yeah, I think I, I might be making that up in my head. T-S-O-L. Um, oh, True Sounds of Liberty. Jack Grisham. He, he's the, he, I guess he was the vocals of that band. Yeah. He gave um, like a book reading. Oh, cool. And, uh, that was really awesome. And Fat Mike was there too. So that was kind of cool. Nice. Yeah, it was awesome. That place was cool. I would have spent more time there. Fremont uh, is that that old Vegas is real cool. I mean, it, it they it I used enjoyed to be real that. Seating. We went there the last night we were there, and I I enjoyed that more than because like I don't gamble. Like we went on, yeah. I went on like the thing. I paid like eight dollars in like slots. Like I don't gamble. I, I just don't like doing that. It's like, uh, and I don't know. It, you know, Vegas is like what that. It's so fucking expensive, man. Yeah, well, it is like insane. It, it's insanely expensive. Like just eating, trying to get food is like ridiculous. I used, yeah, I've been there a few times over the last few years, uh, and I noticed that too. When I was a kid, now this is a long time ago. When I was a kid or a young adult, Vegas was like known for being cheap. Like the gambling subsidized everything else. I think that's it. I think as they 
started getting actual things there that wasn't involved gambling, real acts and real yep. like the tourist destination, tourist spots that don't involve it, then it's like they can claim, oh, no, we're like a party city. We're not like just gambling. Yeah. And when they did that, they were like, we can jack up the prices of everything. Yeah, yeah like you the idea to... of like these like cheap buffets, those don't exist. I mean, exactly. Yeah, I was so because that's or all I, I remembered. You could go to a buffet like in the basement of Excalibur and eat all you wanted for like three ninety nine. <laughs> and I, fig- I yeah. figured like adjusted for inflation, it's probably 10 bucks now. But no, it's like 30, you know. 30, I mean, and if it's even open, like yeah, we went to one and it wasn't even open. I mean, like, um, and not just that. You know, it's funny. The one thing you ever notice, I think we talk about this. Anytime I go away, mm-hmm. the one thing I always like, it's like, we need to get water. <laughs> we need to make sure we have water in the hotel. Like, mm-hmm. it's such a bizarre, like, quest. Like, we got to make sure yeah. that we're, let's just get a bunch of bottles. And some, <laughs> like, it's so weird. I remember when I was younger, like, did I drink? I don't remember drinking anywhere near the amount of water Man, i don't think i drank water between 1978 and 1986 i don't think i had a, <laughs> I didn't have a single glass of water i'm um, kidding like it's like uh i don't know i was talking to my wife about this but like we drink so much more water than i i think when i was a kid i mean like maybe i had a glass of water a day maybe yeah if that i i would drink out of the water fountain at school the hose. Only, yeah only because Mold like that was bugs. it <laughs> Yeah, that right. like, I used to do that all the time. This is kind of this room temperature. This I'm not dead. <laughs> like room temperature much... calcified water. With oh, it, like God. tasted kind of like reminiscent of rust and blood. Uh yeah. it was just <laughs> fucking lead. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh yeah, every sip you take from the hose is like I key points just go down. Literally feel my blood oxidizing. Like, hey, like, like, Joe Rogan is right. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh yeah, I don't know. Like so I don't know. Like, I'm not dying to go back to Vegas, but there were some cool things there. We wanted to go. We haven't uh they never yeah. been I've been there before for like work stuff and yeah. But I never, I feel like I never really actually enjoyed it. Like, I actually saw the chapels. We, we drove around and actually got to, like, really see, like, real Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to one cool thing, uh, too, called the Pinball Museum. Oh. I'm not it's, like, just off the strip, like, where the strip ends, and there's this big building. It literally says Pinball Huge on it. Yeah. And they just have like hundreds of pinball games, some new and a lot of like really old ones from like the 60s and 50s. Some of them oh. are one of a kind. It was awesome. And it, it wasn't like, like, I thought that was cool because I felt like when I went there, I was like, all right, obviously this is for tourists and stuff like that. But I also feel like this might be for like, for people who actually live in Vegas because like, yeah, I can see they didn't charge you to get in. It literally was like either the games were a quarter, 50 cents, 75 cents, or a dollar, which is pretty standard for like pinball. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just put money in the machines and go play. And they, like I said, they didn't charge you to get in. And I was like, this actually seems kind of cool. I feel like this is like made not just for like, they could have yeah. made super expensive. They could have like charged you like 20 bucks to get in just to walk in. They could have done all that, and they didn't. And I felt like, okay, maybe this is for, like, actual residents to live there. Yeah. They could actually enjoy something cool that isn't just some, you know. That's funny. Fucker I, trap to fleece money from tourists. 
when I used to visit out there, I had a friend of mine from, from Florida. He was actually from Binghamton, but I met him in Florida and he wound up moving to Vegas and he and his brother got jobs. And so when we'd go visit, we'd stay with them. They had an apartment on Koval, which is a street that runs parallel to the strip. Uh, and um, they would take us to like the local places. And there are, there are places like that, you know, that cater to the locals and they're kind of off the strip and yeah. I, I don't know what they are these days, but um yeah, it's a cool town. I don't know. I like it. Uh, yeah, yeah, like I said, I'm, I, it won't be the last time I go there, but there's odd things I would want to do. Yeah. Uh, before I go back there. It, it, it's interesting. I think it's definitely, I think people should check it out. Last time I was there, the entire town, and I mean like every, every nook and cranny of the town smelled like weed. I mean the it oh was, yeah, there's definitely a lot of people. I saw people walking in the strip smoking weed. I guess yeah. you can drink on the strip too. You can. Oh, that's always been the case. Yeah. Yeah, but I saw people like blowing, you know, puffing. Yeah, yeah. I last time I was there, I saw smoking that. Movies. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> I, yeah. bong hits and poker chips. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't. I mean, like, look, I don't. I, I don't have any problem with people doing that. However. Like that did make me think like oh, I'm a, I'm probably less likely to go on a family vacation and spend a lot of time on the strip. We go to a lot of concerts and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think Roger yeah. might be used to the smell. <laughs> yeah. The, I took the, uh the ganja. I took my my daughter to uh the, to see the cure not too long ago and, and the people ahead of us were like really smoking a lot. Uh and she commented on it. So uh Daddy, it smells like skunk. So she, well, she, it's like, because I always, it's always like, does she, and she, she knew exactly what they were doing. And she's like, hmm, what, what are the, what are they doing up there, dad? Like, you know, one of those, like, trying to get um, me to say it. We saw the freaking, what do you call it? That thing's insane looking. The freaking, uh, the Raiders, is that it? The football stadium? Oh, yeah. The, yeah. It's not, I, I forgot they moved. They, they're mm-hmm. in Vegas now. Dude, that stadium is insane. Did you yeah. see it? Have you seen it? They were finishing it when I was there last. That thing looks like it's from the future. It's a hmm. huge black stadium. It is, it's got a huge LCD in the front. It's like, it just looks like something like from the future. I, I huh. wonder what it looks like inside. It, it was in, I, 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 we drove by that a couple of times and it is just crazy looking. Well, Very cool. sleek. It, it, it's bizarre. It's like a. It does. It looks like something that would be like in a sci-fi movie. It doesn't huh. look. Like, it's just. It's so modern looking. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'll check that. I cool. honestly, I haven't looked at that at all. But hmm. yeah, I, I thought that was pretty cool. Like that's not obviously that's not on the strip, but it's off the highway, and you see it. Yeah, it's like. Well, when I stayed there, two times ago. I stayed probably like 10 miles off the strip in a place called, well, it wasn't, obviously it wasn't Red Rocks, but that was the name of the little resort, Red Rocks yeah. Resort. It was 10 miles west of the strip. And so I saw like, a, a, man, between the strip and this Red Rocks place, there used to be nothing. It was like fucking wily Coyote Land desert. Oh, yeah. I mean, it and, is. It, it's literally nothing. When you drive down, like when we enter Nevada, there's like there was like one little town, like one small city we passed through, and then there was like nothing for like 60 miles until we got to Vegas. Yeah. And I told my son, I'm like, dude, it's like there's nothing here. A bunch of mob bosses, like right. Like, Let's put something here. I don't even understand how to get water there. It's crazy. I mean, yeah. it's the fucking desert, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, well, it is. I mean, it's it's like literally say, like the desert. Yeah. All right. Oh. Well, I don't know. So, and obviously, we drove back. <laughs> yes. yes. And uh, it was it was nice. It was a nice road trip. It's a nice scenic drive from where we live. Nice. I mean, the whole, almost the whole entire drive for, for us from Colorado to Vegas is pretty scenic. Like it's yeah, not, I would like, imagine like flat land for hours. You know, like at least there's like kind of cool shit to look at. <laughs> yeah, my I think we're gonna try to get up to Arizona, get over to Arizona um, in mid July, and I want to take some time. We're gonna go into Phoenix. Uh, but I want to go up, uh, take uh, the interstate up into Flagstaff, uh, poke around up there, and then head back. Um, so that'll be cool. And there, and I do want to get to the Meow Wolf that opened up in in Grapevine. Um, I was doing a little, little uh, internet research the other day, uh, and um, I, I found, I discovered that Spanky from the Little Rascals was born in Grapevine. So wow, I know yeah. I wanted to try to track Meow down his childhood home, and you got. The child at home of Spanky. Well, it was, and I knew this before. I I looked done. And half like, of the chuds that were January six. <laughs> you know, you know, if he was alive today, Spanky would be like a raging J sixer. He would be like, <laughs> like, like all the little rascals would be maga chuds. You know, like it would. <laughs> I don't think all of them would be. Uh I think so. I think I think every single one. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, Luckily, it would always be like, yeah, he'd be alfalfa, like, yeah, alfalfa be dressed up like the, alfalfa you know, died in like a gun battle, age like yeah, oh, yeah, that's, yeah, like, yeah. There, there's like a sad tragedy, like he had his throat ripped out or something. Yeah, he he was dog. He had been reduced to bartending and dog sitting, and he dog was dog sitting, and the dog ran away, and the guy made him pay for the dog, and then they got in a fight and like shot each other. <laughs> It's fucking crazy. Uh, anyway, uh, on a happy It'd be great note, if he still had the hair <laughs> and the freckles. <laughs> that would be great. Do you, remember, be even better. do you remember the Simpsons episode where it was revealed that Mo was one of the little rascals? Yeah, I do. And he, yeah. he gets angry at Alfalfa and just smashes his head and kills him. Yeah. They're like, what? And they're like, oh, it was a kid that was owned by the studio, so it wasn't a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> they replaced him the studio he was like an orphan that the studio owned that's so crazy uh, that's um, how old the fucking Simpsons are that when that episode came out in like probably the early 90s it was almost like you could fit, imagine that yeah Mo yeah. could have been like that means he's like contemporaneous probably like early, Alpha, yeah. 50s early six. no he would have been in his early 60s and yeah he could have been like in the little rascals yeah there's like a plausible there's some blog that talks that that like is that does stuff like that i mean with real life people like how like um john f kennedy's father could have met napoleon or something you know like like just these weird things where like two people that you would imagine to be in distinctly different time periods were actually kind of like contemporaneous to one another yeah Anyway, well, on on a happier note. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, uh, you saw you saw the Flash. I did see the Flash today, and uh, well, why don't we talk about what we're going to talk about, Joseph? Before I get because right. we got a list of things, and 
Yes. Okay. So we got to keep them in. We got to keep people interested. They, you know, they're probably like tuned in. They're like, give a fuck about your vacation. Right, fucking Vegas review. Uh, okay. So yeah, um, get the fuck out of here. So we're going to talk some pop culture stuff. We're going to talk about The Flash, uh, Secret Invasion, Avatar 2, and the new season of Black Mirror. We're going to talk about um, th- this thing uh, that's been kind of captivating uh, a lot of people for the last few days. The the submersible that's been lost at sea, searching the Titanic. Uh, and also we're going to talk a little bit about the wave of Orca attacks that have been uh, targeting uh, luxury yachts. Um, yacht <laughs> board Orca Yacht Club. Board Orca Yacht Club. Uh, then we're talking about um, RFK, uh, one of the Junior. leading <laughs> RFK Junior, uh, Joe Rogan's anti-vaxxer crusade with um, RFK. With RFK, uh, we're talking about Peter Hotez. Uh, uh, I'm attacking Peter Hotez. Yes, starting her harassment campaign on Twitter. It's, yeah, it's it's really Elon Musk in the group. It's crazy. Uh, we're talking about. Uh, then we're going to switch to politics a little bit. Uh, Trump. Uh, still dominating in the polls, beating up on Meatball Ron. Uh, we're talking about Trump stiffing all his supporters at a Cuban restaurant. Um, talk a little bit about like some of these right-wing policies that they're trying to uh, push through. I have this thing about hospitals I want to talk about briefly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're talking about George Santos. Tomorrow we get to learn um, who put up his bail money. Right? Yeah, I, I hope so. I hope there's not some sort of weird... Uh, Lucy football moment, but uh, it looks like we're going to get to see I mean, who the who... fuck is he? He's just some freshman congressman who's been barely in there for, what, six months? Like, yeah. this isn't Trump who is at least a president. Like, I, I guy... still think well, I'll talk about it when we get to it, but my, yeah, my theory is that George Santos is just one theory. example of uh, a plant. I think this is an and this I know this sounds insane. I, I no, he is a total plant. Like, this but, is, I, but I believe it's an organized effort by a group of people to put throughout the country these kind of like I don't know, like Marjorie Taylor agent. Greens and like Lauren. Well, Bolton. I think Marjorie Taylor Green is what she was. Like she was what she was. Like yeah, but nobody, she's still a plant. But yeah, but plant. nobody got fooled by her. No, no one's like oh, uh, I got you. You yeah, know what I mean? Okay, we'll talk about yeah. There's several people. So-called Republicans who claim to be uh, minorities, claim yeah. to be, uh, say claim they were LGBT. Claim I'm they really were progressive. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. So yeah. okay, so then oh, we should talk about that that hot. What's her name? That North Carolina lady who fucking switched parties. Tr- Trisha Cotham. Yeah, yeah. Something came out about that. We should talk about that for a second later. Yes. Yeah. I'll put. I'll yeah. Mark that to go down with George Sanders. Yeah. Uh, and then we're, we're going to talk about a group of uh kind of like not related things at the end we're gonna uh uh andrew tate got arrested um well he was arrested i guess he's getting sentenced or something or no he's getting formally charged he was if i understand this right he was arrested and then because like their their justice system is a little different than ours it's not like a good analog so anyway he was detained for questioning held and then he kind of was released and then they made the decision to charge him so he's getting arrested again uh, and I don't know if they're going to let him out of jail while he's waiting trial. You know, I mean, I, anyway, um, that's hilarious. Uh, we're talking <laughs> about Elon Musk uh, put out a tweet that said he considers Twitter considers cis and cisgender to be slurs. Um, 
just such a weird anyway we i got some he's such like uh like he he just he he knows free free speech absolutist free speech absolutist uh demanding that if you're saying that if you say the word cis you're gonna get banned from his platform is this clown still trying to claim that he's progressive in any way i don't think so i uh i think yeah i don't think so uh and then the last thing we're talking about he still plays that. I've seen interviews. He still plays that bullshit game. Like, well, I believe these things, but the, the left yeah. is just still out of hand. Well, then we're going to talk about Pat Robertson, um, who Man, got a, a, a jump start on Pride Month by dropping dead. Uh, that was uh, him dying in the month of June. Yeah. Man, one of the <laughs> biggest homophobes on, like, on the planet. Literally said 9-11 was caused by gay people. Yeah. Existence, just the existence of gay people basically uh right cause 9 11. um yeah we'll talk about that later there's more to be said but um i don't talk about the gemstones too a little bit with that mm. no that's a fictional yes. show okay we talk first about the flash so yes i we got to see it today uh and uh I liked it. It it bombed though. I mean, like it was still number one in theater, but like it did not do well. Like, uh, yeah. Look at box office numbers. Like it is, it's it's a it's a dud, unfortunately. Yeah. But it's not. It's a good movie. Like if you like, first of all, like the beginning of the movie has is like a little bit of a like a Justice League movie. Like uh, I don't want. Yes. Like there might be some minor spoilers. Nothing major. Uh, I I don't want to ruin anything because I want you to see it, um, but like Batman, the the uh, you probably seen you've seen in the trailer. So like yes. the uh, the Batman, not just Michael Keaton, the other Batman, what's it, Ben Affleck? Batman ben Affleck, this, and he's in it. Like he's got some great scenes in this. Uh, Wonder Woman shows up, and there's like a great battle in the beginning like a great scene it kind of goes into the fact of like how flash could like he saves a bunch of people and it shows yep. hours some of them was it's like the nuttiest craziest thing you'll ever see the the movie is great it sucks that Isabella is like a fruitcake i don't know if that's the right term <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He, like he's, he's he wears the mad hatter or something like the guy's got a cuckoo a cuckoo clock yeah yeah he he's he's uh He's got some issues. Well, like, I don't know all the details of what he did. I know, like, years ago, he, like, some girl went up to him, and he, like, literally choked someone up there or something. And, like, I don't know, you said, like, he was terrorizing people in Hawaii, like, he was Stitch. From From Lilo and Stitch, yeah. Not a lovable Disney character. I'll tell you, there was a week or two where every single day I went on Twitter, and fucking Ezra Miller's story, and I kept thinking it was the same story from the day before, but it was a new story. Like every every single day, he was I like at a different like bar. As it got to the a point where it was approaching uh, the year, a year to when the movie was going to come out, is when all of a sudden they must have like seized him and yeah. like, he didn't hear anything. They, they must have put him on his own fucking island or something. Put him I think they just like literally bubble wrapped him. You know, and <laughs> well, it didn't fucking help. I- I'll say this though, you know, you know, everyone's gonna have their theories, and and everyone, you're gonna hear all these different reasons. I haven't, I want to avoid spoilers 
Yeah. So I avoided any of those conversations. I, I, I avoided watching anyone talk about like why they think the movie didn't do well. Um, my, I have my theory, and I'll, I'll explain that in a second. But they're gonna blame it and say people wouldn't want to see it because they don't want to see Ezra Miller, and I don't believe that. I don't think most people know who Ezra Miller is. Yeah, I don't think he's like. Yeah, I mean, like, fuck. Okay, so like Justice League came out in twenty seventeen. Yeah, that's, that's five years long, ago. That's six years ago. And then this yeah, six, finally yeah. coming out. The movie looks great. It's just, I mean, there are some weird effects that people were talking about. I don't want to spoil it. Why? Um, they claim, they made claim and said it was supposed to look this way. It was done. Yeah, I've this. heard this. But the, they are just, they're odd. Like, they, they're not bad. They're just, I don't know. But it's sad it's like a really good movie it's a good emotional movie michael keaton's great um what's her face uh i don't know this actress's name i feel like i don't even know if i ever seen her anything before the uh, woman who plays supergirl oh my god she's so good i hope to god they hope to god oh please god like (laughs) i'm not even religious i don't even know if god exists but for this case for this case god exists (laughs) and pleading pleading now, I hope that they, if they do, uh, they do plan on doing a, a Supergirl movie, but yeah. I don't know if she's going to play Supergirl, but man, they should, they should cast her. She was freaking great. She was so good in this. Let me see if I can. Like, it, and she like, she looked cool. Like that. She was like cool. She did. Her, she you know, cool. they always have her with, with the long blonde hair and she had like the short dark hair. And it like mm-hmm. makes sense. Like almost all the Kryptonians in the movies. Yeah, it does. Blonde hair. They all had dark hair. So, uh, but what's her name? Uh, Sasha Kale. I've never Mm. seen her. What else was she in? Young and Restless. Oh, jeez. Deep Cuts. This is like her first like major movie. I don't think I've ever seen her in anything else. She's great in this. Um, She looks great. The costume looked great. I hope they. I don't know. I hope that's not the last time we see her as Supergirl. You know. Feel like it was, you know, she's in it. It's not like Michael Keaton's great. I thought that was a good send off. Like have him come back and play the role. He's yeah. Good. Um, ben Affleck's good. Ezra Miller's great. He, I mean, I don't know if you know, you've seen the trailers, right? Yeah, I've seen the trailers. I know a decent amount you of know the, the story. Spoilers for anyone who has not seen any trails and knows nothing about this movie. There's another Barry Allen in this movie. Right. Because of time travel and shit. Um, he's great at playing the two different roles. And uh, oh, the girl from one of the characters uh, is like, he has like this annoying person he works with. And it's the girl from Dairy Girls. Oh, uh, which main, one? The main one. The one oh, okay, the, cool. Yeah. The, one with the, the main one who had like. Claire. Kind of like ugly, but not ugly. Like her, kind of like her nose. Like. <laughs> The one who's going to be the, ju- the journalist. I mean, yeah, I know you're talking the, the main, main character. One. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she's great. It's like funny. She's trying to do an American accent, but I can just hear that Scottish oh, accent. Oh, that's funny. Just kind of. Just because of, like, I know her from Dairy Girls. So maybe yeah. I'm just hearing that. Uh, uh, yeah. And I take it back. She's not ugly. She's cute. Very pretty. She just looks, <laughs> she just has Scottish face. That's all. I don't know about Right, me. yeah. Uh, I, I, I just make that up. <laughs> That's funny. 
bad case of Scottish pizza. <laughs> Scottish pizza. <laughs> oh, Anyone geez. who's listening to this and is Scottish, just you're beautiful. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, anyone yeah. listening, just don't let anyone tell you you're not. Okay. I I think not you. I'm talking to the audience. <laughs> anyone from Scotland that maybe have downloaded this, want to make sure you you know. Isn't she Irish? I thought they were Irish. I don't fucking know. Yeah, maybe she's Irish. Okay, you know what? If you're Scottish, then okay, she's Irish, right? <laughs> well, yes. I I would say my my theory she has is Scottish face. That'd be good if she was Irish. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is this is less a reflection of the Flash, uh, and more a reflection of of movies in general. It was still the number one movie. I think people just aren't going to movies. There's I mean, like so many that came out this past month. Like that's yeah. the thing. I don't think people like I don't think the studios realize like this isn't 2012 anymore or 2013. Yeah. Like, and and the joke was even when like around the summer season when they would just dump these movies, it was always the first movie that came out in May did really well. And then yeah. like all the movies that came out later, like there may be like one or two hits within, but there'd be so many duds or movies that didn't right. perform. It sucks because the flash should have like there was a lot of hype behind it. And DC said it was super important. I mean, I watched the movie. I'm like, is it super important? They definitely like. I don't know if it's super. I mean, like, as like, you know, the funny thing is, like, it was made before James Gunn got involved. And yeah, he's claiming he's told to say like, oh, it changes everything. And I mean, does it? I don't know. I don't think like. I mean, unless they acknowledge the movie in some way i don't feel like they need to be yeah. to anything that happens in that movie uh it works in a, in itself it's a good it's a solid superhero movie in itself like there's really uh without spoiling there are some like cutscenes in the end but they're nothing like setting up anything major right. like you leave the movie you you saw a complete movie a lot of the, I think a lot of people have issues with like Marvel movies these days, especially the newer ones, is that they feel like I'm just watching a commercial for the next movie. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I get that. And that's where they, they need to be like, no, this is the movie. You're seeing this movie right now. And I think the problem is the audience wants that too. They'll say they don't want that, but they want that. Right, they, want right. that. they want to see the, the stinger with like Hercules being introduced or some new hero being introduced. Yeah. That's not in the movie. They want that. But the reality is, like, no, they need to, like, for movies, they need to, it, it needs to be a solid story. Yeah, you can hint things, but don't make it, like, so fucking, like, like nodding at the audience, like, look at this. Right. Uh, you know, wink, wink, you know, like, it, it just worked on its own. Like, it's a solid, like, you don't even have to like the flesh. That's the thing. You, have, you don't even know, know anything about it, but. I don't know. I, I don't, I'm trying to think. I think that's the real reason why it didn't do well. Is it, you a Transformer movie just came out a week ago? Fast and Furious just came out like a week ago yeah. before that. Um, Into the Spider Verse came out, and that one did really well. And people were like, "Oh, I want to see Into the Spider Verse. Maybe I'll see the Flash in a couple of weeks." You yeah, know? And, and people like you know, everything's so fucking expensive. It's crazy. I, I, you go to the movies. <clears throat> I mean, I I spent. It wasn't a matinee show, but I took my son and with a bag of Skittles. It was like over thirty. No, hold on. It was like thirty-five dollars. Yeah. <laughs> now I that and I went to go. The last movie all my whole family went to see together was Thor: Love That's and just Thunder. The three of you. 
Yeah, three three yeah. of us. Now yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that we did. We went to a movie theater that had like dining. We got like That's popcorn. a different thing. Uh, yeah, but I'm just saying like popcorn. Like this, and this is just like my reality. And I know there's other people like me. Like if you want to go see a movie and you want your whole family to go, uh, and you show up with your family, you you lose control of the situation quickly. If they're serving drinks and your wife wants to order a drink, you no longer get to like not order drinks. So we dropped like over a hundred dollars going to see that movie. You, you know, and that was just like the movie. Yeah, dining, I, uh, dining theater is a different. I'm talking about just a regular theater. Cause like when we went to, when Lee and I and Roger went to see Mario and I was at a regular theater, it, we got popcorn and like maybe like one Slurpee and like maybe yeah. a candy. And it came out to like, it was like 60 bucks. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's more than that, even more than that. And like, and I didn't even like the movie that much. It was like, okay. Like, I would have been fine watching that at home. Honestly, I'd probably be fine if I never saw it. Like, it was okay. Uh, well, that's the thing I was saying about the Thor movie. We didn't go there and like order pitchers of beer. I think we each had a beer. We ordered like, like an order of fries and a candy. And so, I mean, it was like very we didn't have little. even a full meal. Is what you're saying. Like, the tickets no. alone probably cost you 45 bucks. Yeah, e- easily. That's not so, including anything else. That's expensive, man. Yeah. That's a lot. I mean, and I will say when you go to those type of theaters, the theater experience is fine. Like, I don't go. It's funny when people talk about like movies and they talk about people, they complain about crowds. I haven't gone. I don't think I've gone to an opening night movie since like me and you went to see like, um, oh, actually, that's not true because I did see that Into the Spider-Verse special screening and that thing was mm. out. That yeah. theater we were in, like, it was such a weird, I felt like I was, like, 20 years ago. Like, mm-hmm. so I got spoiled over the years. Everything I've gone to recently, they've all been, like, nice seats. We were mm-hmm. like, Even the ones that I'm not dining at, just going to see the movie. And, like, I just feel spoiled. Then I went to this theater, and it was just, like, cramped, and it was so... That sucks. Like, I'm like, is Yacy on? I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> your kid's fucking coughing nonstop no. the entire time. I'm like, great, I'm going to get fucking COVID again. Like, <laughs> I did, thankfully. But, knock on wood. Um, yeah, right? That was like a month ago. <laughs> you should be fine. Yeah, yeah I think I'll be fine. <laughs> um, the, yeah, it was crazy. Like, oh, we saw The Flash. There was like three people in the theater. Yeah. It's like three o'clock, three thirty today. I'm not joked. I think there was like maybe like it was me and my son, and I think there was like two couples spread out through the theater. It was like oh wow, shit. yeah. So I can't complain about like no one was like on their phone or talking or yelling or anything like that. Right. If anything, <laughs> me and my son were probably the most annoying ones in the theater. <laughs> Uh, we were like very minimal, you know, just yeah, yeah. having phone conversations and right. at the theater, and, <laughs> you know, it's what you do when you go to the movies, you know, yeah, right? Yeah. But, you know, we sent, we decided to move down, uh, and put our feet right above the heads yes. of other people sitting in the theater, yeah, just to give them like that genuine theater experience, you know, yeah, it's best, I think, to, to approach every movie like it were Rocky Horror. You know, if there are opportunities, yeah, yeah. regardless of whatever the movie is, like I got regardless of running yes. around like the Flash. Yeah. Yes. Said, Look at me, everybody. I'm the Flash. <laughs> me. 
All eyes on me. Stop watching him. Um, no, I mean, I, I think that's it. I think it's the promise. It's like it's it came out in like the middle of June. Guardians three came out in the beginning. Yeah. Of, in the beginning of June, that Edge of Spider Verse. So those were both well received movies. Like the Flash is getting pretty. I would say it's getting. I would say like a B B plus reviews. Yeah, that's good. That's pretty solid, especially for a DC movie. That's very solid. <laughs> It was it was a good movie. Like I recommend it. I cannot like. There's some. I just think that's it. I think the the nature. I think the studios uh think, you know, it's post COVID and also people's uh things have become very expensive. People are choosing where to spend their money, and they're not. You know, movies are not ten dollars a ticket or right. Ticket, they're fifteen dollars a ticket, depending on where you live. Uh, t- they could be even higher depending on where you live. Uh, and like you see, the I don't know, it was like AMC, one of these theaters was like, "We're gonna do tiered seating." Did you hear oh, about that bullshit? Amazing. Yeah, what dynamic pricing. Yeah, fuck out of here. I'm like, dude, can I? No, it should be a fucking free for all. Like, I go in and I grab my seat. <laughs> like, that should be how it is. Yeah, most theater is not. You choose it now. But which I don't mind if they're the nice seats, the big ones, and they're easy to get and find. Only um, thing I don't like is that I see so few movies in the theater these days that it's hard to get a sense of like, well, where, where do I want to sit? You know, just from looking at a diagram. You know, you can never. I, I don't know. I like to like. Well, one regardless, minute. too. Like, I just that's. I think that's it. I think that's the reason, and I feel like that's going to be the case with maybe Indiana Jones might do well but i have a feeling Indiana jones might end up not doing as well actually. yeah i, I think like some people are like burnt out already like a bunch of movies came out and they're probably like i'm gonna save this hundred bucks and go use it towards a vacation or use it to buy groceries i mean like it, it's well it, it, it's and then like uh what was it there was a pixar movie that came out the same week as elemental uh, yeah and like no, I saw a previous where they claimed there was no advertising. I'm like, they were advertising for it. It's just like I don't know. I think Pixar movies don't get the attention like they used to. I think those days are done. They had like a, they had this like magical run from like uh with uh what was that robot one with the world ended kind Wally. of Wally and Inside Out and like yep. uh, Inside uh, Out was great. Yeah, there, there's these great run of movies, and then they put out a bunch of like. Like Cars Three, fucking Toy Story Four, which was like okay, and I yeah. feel like it, having to put out these fucking sequels. They and the joke is they don't even want to make these sequels. Like they're like they're forced to by the studio, the heads. And yeah. I feel like it killed whatever awesome run they had of like these great movies. But again, I think the audience, like the CEO, I think or the head of Pixar, basically said, "We trained our audience to be like, hey, you know what." I'm not going to take my my wife and two kids to, or whatever, my husband, two kids, mm-hmm. or whatever, to a movie. And uh, when I could just wait a month and a half, it'll be on Disney Plus. Yeah. Well, that's it too over the summer is that by the time Indiana Jones comes out, you might start getting some of those other movies on streaming services. And that's just going to remind people like, hey, if we just wait, a little bit we're gonna see all these on ant man 3 came out like oh yeah i feel like that one came out pretty quickly i feel like that one came out pretty quickly because it ended up being a disappointment but the sad part is even that did better than fucking flash did i i just 
I hope there's some good word of mouth and that maybe like it does decent the second week. Could. Uh, I don't, I have a feeling it won't. I think people are going to see that some people just look at numbers now. They don't even look at the reviews and they're like, oh, it didn't do well. It must suck. Yeah. I'm not going to see it. Wow. Um, I, and I, you know, like I said, there's going to be that weird contingent of people that just want to like attack, like, you know, they target Ezra Miller. Like it's because, you know, it's, they are non-binary and it, yeah. it's like a weird contingent of people that just hate that person regardless of what they did or what, what who they are or uh, all the stupid shit they did there are people who would just hate on that person because they are lgbt oh yeah yeah that's a fact oh i want to read this i talked i posted this this was fucking ridiculous this mm. fucking chud man this fucking guy he used to be mm. uh, like a DC comic artist. I used to like his work. I still, I mean, I have no issue with his work. It's just, the guy's an asshole. Ethan yeah. Skaver. The guy like became a full on like comic skate asshole. He, and what he does is he trick he tricks his audience into buying his shitty books that he puts out. Like it's all Indiegogo, uh, tr- uh GoFundMes, whatever. And they're all, yeah. it's like, no, don't buy Marvel or uh, Image or those book books from uh, DC. Uh, send me like $30 for my comic that, and uh, maybe I'll send it to you within a year. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and like, that's like a whole bunch of these guys. And they're, they're all scam artists. It's like. Yeah, um, that's disappointing. Well, I'm not shocked by it, but let me see if I can find this fucking guy. This was so ridiculous. It, it, I mean, it, it was. I wasn't shocked by his uh, review, mm-hmm. but it, it was like, oh, here we go. Ethan Van Skaver, Flash is an awful and weird movie. You'll never believe any of it for a fraction of a second. Ezra Miller's catty gay romance with his younger self is bizarre. Okay, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> None of that happened in the movie. I, oh, wait, that's not, I, I'm sorry. There wasn't that long, weird sex scene. I thought that was <laughs> Like Max yes. on Max and Conan O'Brien. Right, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was... No, that didn't happen. So I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. He has to be the most annoying characters to ever disgrace the silver screen. I'll say I found him annoying in Justice League, but he's great in this. And he's funny at, in his younger self. And it's like the joke is, is that like the older self sees his younger self. And old, it's like you get to see yourself. And you realize yeah. what annoys other people about you. You don't notice it, but now you're noticing it. Yeah. It's really funny. And he like, that's funny. It's a great scene in the movie where he like, just, it's, it's, I thought that was well done. Uh, he has to be the most annoying character of disgrace, the silver screen and feminine creep. All right. I don't know. Like, is this an attack on the guy and uh, the, the person in their real life? Cause the character, I wouldn't say was that at all. This mm. isn't any Flash you'll recognize from anywhere. I mean, I don't know what Flash... Like, there's the Flash show on CW, but if you watch that first season of The Flash, he's, like, an annoying kid. Yeah. yeah. Self-consciously multicultural. Okay, this is where he, all the right-wing grievances... He already attacked Ezra Miller uh, for LGBT. Yeah. And now, let me go after the fact that there might have been, like... Uh, one or two black people and like uh, a woman. Yeah, you know, the cast was predominantly white. Like, oh no! Like, I, I, 
it, it's insane. This guy's such a piece. Self-consciously multicultural, the casting director clearly had a checklist. Barry's fr- gr- a family, girlfriend, a workplace is DEI. I don't know what that, what is that? Uh, diversity. Oh, okay. And, and equity initiative. This is the best. Supergirl is a moody, scowling lesbian. <laughs> Terrifying Kryptonian monster. <laughs> First of all, you saw the previews, right? So you know, yeah. like being held, right? In so a, in the like Flashpoint a yeah. comic that this is kind of loosely based off. Of. Flash goes to a different world, and Superman, you find out, didn't land in um, in Smallville. Smallville. He was captured by the government and held in like a thing, and he didn't absorb the sun, and he was not Superman that we knew. And eventually gets out and gets his powers. Yeah. That's kind of the same thing with her. So, of course, she's not going to be in a good mood. Her, like, <laughs> she was, like, yeah. in prison for, like, 20 years and starved. Like, uh, but the, I don't remember being a scowling lesbian. Yeah. That that one's weird, I guess. I mean, was the character's, like, sexuality happened? mentioned at all? or? Oh, my God. She was just, like... <laughs> She was like, she said a woman, and she just started like doing the, the tongue thing. Like, she was licking carpet, she could actually yeah. start licking it. Yeah, I did, I did hear about these scenes. Yeah, she, oh, she did have a Pete Rose haircut. I thought that was <laughs> no, he's an idiot. Like, oh, uh, and then this is the best part Michael Keaton, however, is terrific, <laughs> but he does get ample time on screen to give you what you probably came for his version of Batman. He won't be disappointed. It makes you wish everyone else would just go the fuck away. Let it be 1989 again. All right. This nice. review of The Flash by former comic artist. That's a joke because yeah. he is no <laughs> comic artist. Uh, Ethan Vasgaver is so hateful, sad, and pathetic. To be a right-wing grifter, you have to despise everything and to be completely fucking miserable. Yeah. What true. a sad existence. Also, his wanting to be 1989 is so laughably sad. But again, he's a fucking grifter. See, he's learned he still makes comics, but he he doesn't make like he doesn't have to commit to monthly schedules anymore. And he charges these dumbasses that fall for his his yeah. big streak. And he grifts off of them, you know, and he and the joke is he brags about it too. He's like, we made a million dollars off this comic. And it's like the shitty comic that like Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, like the fuck out of here. Yeah, that I just that kind of review. And and it's like it it, it hits all the benchmarks of like uh right wing. I said I haven't seen the flash yet. Well, I did, but this is my right. it's one thing to be a critical of a movie's flaws. Or if it's just not good. His entire review just consists of right-wing grievances and bigotry. Yeah. Ethan's review is like someone wearing a Confederate flag hat. You know what you're dealing with. Yeah, and you ask this guy to comment on anything else, and he'll be like, well, I just don't see why they bring politics into it. You know I mean? Like, that's uh, awful. Um, I'm going to go see The Flash. I, 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 I think it's worth seeing. Like I said, listen, if you don't, uh, but make sure when you, it lands on HBO, on Mac, sorry. Right. HBO anymore. Um, it, I liked it. Like, is it the best movie ever? No. Right. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what the best movie is ever anymore, but it's a solid movie. It's a weird movie. It, it took fucking so many years to make. Yeah. 
This one it is kind of an analogy. It reminds me ago. of when like Guns N' Roses came out with Chinese democracy. You know, like <laughs> like you've been hearing you've been hearing about it for like ten years, and it finally comes out, and you're like, I don't even know what to do with this. Like, <laughs> well, I said, there's this great scene in the beginning with like the Ben Affleck Batman and Wonder Woman, and it's cool, and it's like a little bit of a, like the Justice League, but like, I mean, I, I, unless you count the fucking Zack Schneider release on Max two years ago, HBO Max two years ago, the actual Justice League theatrical movie came out six years ago, so yeah. most of the audience who probably saw that one didn't see the Max one. Right. It's probably like, I mean, this is cool, but like, where are these characters then? Yeah. And it yeah. sucks because the other, I think this is the weird thing, and this is maybe where DC might have fucked up with James Gunn, is that they, he comes in the spring, early spring this year. He goes on, puts out this video, goes all over the internet, talk about what they're going to do at DC. But he's basically saying, like, all the movies that are coming out this year don't mean anything anymore. Yeah. That's... Like, like Shazam was like, yeah, you go see it. It's okay. It's enjoyable. Right. Yeah. Not going to be part of, like, it's probably not going to be part of the story we're going to be telling with the other movies. And the Flash, he's like, well, this kind of finishes things up, but it introduces, and it really doesn't. Yeah. Like I said, it's a good movie, but um, you know, I have a feeling they'll probably recast the Flash, being that because the movie didn't do that well. They don't. Yeah, and you can't that. rely on this guy. I mean, like, uh, I I like Ezra Miller as a Flash. I liked him in Justice League. I thought uh, he, he kind of reminded me of Eugene from uh, Reese. Yeah. Bit. I thought they worked really well. For that. I thought it worked really well for the character. Um, I'll say it. You know, I'll, I guess I'll leave it at that. Um, I hope it does better uh, or continues to grow uh, in box office, just because I root for these kind of movies. Um, and this one looks good. So, you know, well, well speaking of, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's no. What's a good segue? Well, I was a... kidding. The Flash was a scroll. Oh, God. That's yeah. a good segue for the next thing. Yeah, Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion came out. Um, I just watched it, like, right before we started recording tonight. I yeah. watched the first episode. So I usually watch it and then kind of, like, rewatch a few scenes. Uh, and I did not have that opportunity tonight. I liked it a lot. Um, this is the kind of show I like a bunch. Um, I will say it's a little more mature feeling. Yep, it's definitely more like in that Winter Soldier, like espionage types thing. Yeah, it reminded me of, um, and and in a good way. I don't mean this in a bad way. It, around the time the X Files was around, there were several great TV shows like First Wave and Dark Skies, and there's like four or five shows that all featured alien invasions in which the invasion was secretly happening under our noses. Um, and it had that vibe to it. So I, I really like that kind of show. I'm kind of nostalgic for it. I'm curious um, uh, if we'll get any, like, he, I know, like, the, we saw What's-His-Face, so we might get War Machine at some point, or, but he, Rhodey's in it. Yep. Um, um, so we're going to spoil this, so. Um, yeah. I will say my my criticism of it was, and maybe it's just because like I've watched a lot of shows like this. I immediately knew like the opening scene ha is a great scene where 
um, Tim from the original office uh, come, <laughs> comes in. Jim? <laughs> Tim? Come, well, yeah, he was Tim in the British. I know. Office. I always thought that was funny. Uh, yeah. Uh, Tim comes in and he's... Bilbo? Right. There's an agent that's like kind of losing his shit. Uh, and it was like almost clear to me, like within moments, like, oh, Tim is a scroll. He literally you know? was doing the uh Charlie Day gif with all yeah, the right. conspiracies on the wall. That guy, do you know who that guy was? I, I was like, who was that? He's the one eyed guy from uh Game of Thrones. Oh, okay, the guy who keeps yeah. coming back until he didn't. Yeah, yeah, he had um, one eye. yeah, uh, yeah. but like, and then. All throughout the whole show, up until the end, which was a little twisty, I was like, I, I, I felt like I knew exactly what was going on. Um, none of it surprised, but like, look, I mean, maybe that's just because this is a show about shapeshifters and conspiracies, so you're hyper vigilant for that kind of stuff. But, um, but I liked it a lot. Did it? Did they really? A spoiler alert for real. Um, did they really kill off? Um, Maria Hill at the end is that that's I guess I mean, she's done, right or... now she looks like she's dead unless you're gonna it, be revealed that she was a scroll or yeah. it's a comic show in the end of the day they could bring her back mm. I mean I think she's dead I mean she's been doing this role for a long time yeah. I think the, I think the thing is um she's an agent character she's a human she's a supporting character you can kill these characters off I mean yeah she's that, and I mean, she was like, never a big deal I mean like she was always like Nick Fury's go-to person. She in the comics, same thing, kind of. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, you know, you gotta have. I think that's also the problem. People have been having complaints with these Marvel movies lately and stuff. Is they feel like there's no stakes. Like mm-hmm. even with Ant Man, the big complaint about the end of Ant Man was it's like nothing happened. It, like right. you know, like Scott's like kind of like that in the end. He's like, I don't know, like. Did I face save everybody? Like there's mm. like a dread, but like everyone lived. There was no like sacrifices made. Hank Pym figured right. he's been killed. There's no stakes. It was like That's you true. know. And I think you need, you know, they need to start icing some people or removing people or whatever it is or you know real dread. I mean, you know, that's why Infinity War was so good because it was like. Yeah, he's either getting killed or they get blinked out. I do like how he, you know, he's like this character who plays it all cool, but like you could tell that the fucking the uh the blip, blip. yeah, fuck fucked him up. with him so badly. Like he's having like PTSD from that. Yeah, that's um, that was that's a why great... he's been in space for years, basically. Yeah. So it was back. a great scene where he remembered back and they just showed a clip from uh motherfucker. <laughs> he, he says motherfucker, but like yeah. he, he doesn't finish the word. Yeah. Um that, yeah, know, it was, it was good. A, I like the whole hidden eye thing. He kind of did and in Winter Soldier they revealed that like he keeps the eye patch so that like they think he doesn't have the eye, and then he has the backup eye to open up security. Yeah. Yeah, he's. It was a good one. I like. I, I like all these characters. I, um, I the scrolls thing still confuses me. I mean, I get it was explained pretty well, but like, I don't know. It. it I'm well, there's curious. good scrolls and bad scrolls. That's it. Just like there's good humans and bad humans. I yeah, that cool. makes sense. Now there's like theories and stuff like that. Like, is Talos really as good? Right, as he makes himself out to be. 
I think he is. I, I don't think they're going to like do something where he's like, eh, I've been the mastermind all along, you know? I mean, who knows? Or, you know, he could have been and then changed his ways and the people mm. are just going off of like whatever he started. Who knows? But I, and I think like, uh, you know, this is going to be a big show. You don't cast, you don't do a show with Nick Fury, Samuel right. Jackson. And not have it be a big deal. Like he's like what you call like a a lore character. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's the kind of character you have that like he knows the Marvel universe and everything. Well, he's, yeah, he's. I mean, he was he was there in Iron Man in the last few that frames last scene, of Iron Man. Yeah, he's the one that sets up everything. Like yeah, I mean, he, the only hero, and then it's like what? And, yeah, uh, so, yeah, but he's like he's the lore guy. He's the guy in the scenes that. Props juxtaposition, what they call exposition, sorry. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. And so if you're gonna have a show that features and shit is gonna go down. I there's like sure. theories that like the president is really a scroll. Mm. And mm. you'll find out the VP is uh some boat Ross, which okay. is uh, Harrison Ford to take because he's the president in uh the Captain America movie that's coming out next year. That's right, yeah. And so yeah, he took over the role, Harrison Ford. Right. I wonder if he'll show up in this, even just for like one scene. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he does. I wouldn't either. I mean, he's yeah. Hmm. Uh, I think this will be a big, a bigger show than we think. I think a lot of shit's gonna go down. I think we'll get some like heroes pop up, like even if yeah. it's just like, one episode. Like I don't know why not. Like it would make sense to have like Natasha Romanoff, not that, not her, the the sister Elena. Yeah. Yeah. Or even like that goofster the the captain guy john walker whatever his name is oh yeah or falcon um, or falcon captain america i don't know i mean i'm curious what if any of that will happen i'm not gonna sit there and be like angry at the show and right you know my favorite marvel hero didn't show up <laughs> where's where's speedball <laughs> i was told that uh nightcrawler was gonna show up mm. Yeah, no, I think um, I think it'll be good. I'm really looking forward to it. I like this kind of show. This episode moved a little slowly. Yeah, uh, but they, but it needed to, I suppose. I think it clocked in at like 55 minutes or it something. It was a longer episode. Yeah, it's gonna be 12 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I hope. I mean, I don't know. Do you know how many episodes it is? Uh, I think it's, it's only six. six. Um. Uh, let me. I, I can check. Uh, let's see. I think, but I gosh, I looked earlier, and I think it's only six. Um, let's see what we got here. I wonder so if we'll get a Captain Marvel appearance, even though she was kind of already set up in the end of Miss Marvel. I was so wondering that Marvel, too, because that would be movie. that would make a lot of sense. It would make sense um, if we saw maybe Monica Rambeau even just one scene, because true, she's working for Sword. That's kind of like the base in space is a sword that's where like yeah that's where fury's been kind of hanging out for a couple of years six episodes okay yeah i'll see i have a feeling it'll be a lot of setup for movies and like but i think in a good way i don't know yeah then i like that the scrolls are kind of like staying in russia like basically <laughs> by uh it's basically chernobyl like yeah not- in like abandoned uh dirty nuclear sites because they're immune to radiation yeah mm. 
Well, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I thought this was a good first episode. I like the, when he's talking to Talos, they're talking about middle age, and they said, what do you do if you're in midlife crisis? And he said, the Avengers. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm curious. What's her face? Basically playing the daughter of Talos that was mm-hmm. revealed. Uh, uh, Daenerys, whatever her name, right? No, what's the actress name? Emile Clark. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if she'll ever come back as that character from Star Wars. I feel like she was that was a good character. That they brought her back in the comics. Uh, mm. Kira, she ended up being the one in charge of like Black Sun or whatever Crimson Dawn or I forgot whatever it was called. And they did a whole bunch of series in the comics with her, and it was like her likeness, like drawing. Huh. Or like that. Okay. But I'm wondering, I'm like, if they'll ever bring her back um, in the series. I think. Yeah, they- I don't know. Because in the I, com- spoilers of the comics, she didn't get killed. So they left it open that they could bring her back. Hmm. And fuck, if What's-Her-Face looks as good as she does, and she's supposed to be the same age as Obi-Wan, Kara can look good, too. Even yeah, it's right? Space. It's space, man. You should come from the planet <laughs> ages slowly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs> um... Okay. I mean, I don't really know what else to say about Secret Invasion. Yeah. I thought it was cool. Yeah, we'll talk yeah, about it again great. next week. I mean, there'll be another episode. Um, I, it was, like I said, yeah, it was a little slow moving. Yeah. But in That's a good way. What was that one act? Oh, that one character, M1, she get, he gets, he lets himself get kidnapped by M16. And there's that lady. I thought that was great. Uh, oh, yeah. It's so funny. Um, She's like known for all these like big things, this actress. Yeah. I'll always think of her as the cop in Hot Fuzz who says, right. <laughs> little girl on girl. <laughs> character was great in that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all I remember from. She could do all these, like, a win Academy Awards, and it's yeah. like, no, nah, you're in Hot Fuzz. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, how you, Tim is just, that guy is just Tim from The Office. He's yeah, right. in, like, so many things <laughs> she aired, like, over 20 years ago. Yeah, he was in Sherlock. He was real good as uh, um, Watson. Yeah, he was real yeah. good in that. Oh. All right. Well, like I said, we'll revisit. Yeah. Every week or every other week, depending on when we do it. But all right, Avatar two. Yeah, yeah. I I saw my my kids saw it in the theaters. I saw it when it came on streaming. Um, I'll bet you I would have preferred to see it in the theaters. It looks like that kind of movie. It's so long, though. It's a long movie. Um, it's a long movie, and it feels hmm. like... I'll say this. The one thing I, I, I thought it was good, but the negative, I think, is that the first one, and that's not because I watched it at home, a movie yep. is still a movie. The first one feels like a one-and-done story that could lead open to things. This one leaves many cliffhangers in the end. Yeah. Why there's gonna be many stories. It felt more like a season, uh like a like a six episode show. Yeah, I get that. Like it didn't feel like, you know, it's like, oh, we're on the run. Let's go hang out with our fish versions of us. Right. Yeah, it was like, oh, we're gonna get into some scuffles with them. That was kind of fucked up with those those ones did to the one kid though, but then he ended up discovering that whale saved him and yeah. I love how the whales became so important to the movie. They were like the most important characters. Yeah, yeah. I, I have some theories about it. Well, one, they, they, you don't really hear the term unobtainium anymore. Right, yes. I really like that one girl character who's like, so 
they do this kind of weird beginning. So in the beginning of the movie, they're showing you what's happening. A lot of times passed, just like a lot of time passed since the first yep. movie came out. It's like 2023. The last one came out in the end of 2008. I think I saw. Oh it. yeah. Came out in the winter of 2008, 2009. Um, and so I mean, we're talking like 14 year gap, but. It allows them to like be like, yeah, they have kids. They're all like yeah. teenagers now. You find out that like the Sigourney Weaver um, Navi, the the yeah the body, because she died. They tried putting her in. Uh, remember they? That's why in the oh, end yeah, of the yeah. he gets transferred. It works. Right. She was dying, and they're like, "Can we transfer her soul and like permanently into the Navi body?" And it doesn't. But you kind of find out in this movie that she's kind of part of the like the net. So like the way this planet is in in Avatar, it's almost like a network. Yeah, it's interesting. It's like you know when they plug their hair into the creature, it's almost like you're plugging in a USB. Yeah. Well, they say that that's like some weird way. They say a lot of forests. I guess you saw this a little bit in like um, the Last of Us too, with the way that there was like a network of like fungus under the the earth. But they say that a lot of forests, you know, the the tr- tree roots go down, and it kind of creates this interconnected. Well, they say system, you know, with ecosystems and shit because yeah. you don't introduce animals that don't belong there. You don't yep. introduce like, you know, like any type of thing could fuck up and kill like uh you know, species and everything. Yeah. Why, like, rainforests are so important and everything. Um, so you find out that she, her Navi was pregnant. So they adopt this the girl, but she's kind of, like, special. I thought the effect, I mean, they looked better. The Navi yeah. definitely looked better. I thought she looked really good. Like, that one looked, I don't know, she looked more real than the other ones, I thought. Huh, yeah, I guess I can see that. I like that. I like that character though. She's like interesting and she's kind of she's kind of like was talking to her mom. Yeah. Bit. I don't know. And then there's like this little dork that's like Chaka from Land of Lost. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's like, you find out so in the end of the movie, uh a lot of the humans left, but some of the allied scientists stuck around, and one of the people that stuck around was this little kid, because you can't I don't know. I guess like he was like two or something or mm-hmm. one. And a half. He he can't go into like hyperspace and go to like uh, where they right. put him, um, what they call it when they put him to sleep. What is it called? Like uh uh, geez, suspended animation. Yeah, is that what it is when they do that when they go into hyperspace? They have a different yeah. word for it. Hi, it's like yeah. not hibernation, um, deep sleep or. Yeah, whatever. What do they, they call it? They say that he can't do it, so the kid kind of sticks behind. But then you find out that kid is the main bad guy from the first movie, Sonic. Yeah. And then he's back. Yep. And but he he died. He was killed. But he's back, and all the soldiers back. They basically transferred their uh, conscience or before they died or whatever. Uh, had a backup, or whatever, and they were put mm-hmm. into Navi's. So he's basically a Navi now. And I feel like what's going to happen in the movie in the next ones because they plan on doing one like every two yeah they already announced the third one third one will be out and fourth one i believe 2025 i think um it's like he taps into the creatures too and i think as he becomes 
he will slowly and become an ally of the Navi. Right. Yeah, it'll be like a, a secondary dance. He's not human. Like, he's not human anyway to begin with. Yeah. I like that he like tried to be all cool and didn't act like he didn't care about his son, but he really did. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think like, yeah, I think as he, you know, because it's like those beasts are so connected to the planet. And when you tap into it, you're like connected to the planet. You can't and, help it. Yeah. Yeah. I think he, he it's like he's gonna realize, like, wait, I'm I'm one of you guys. I'm like, Yeah, this is my home. Yeah. And then they're gonna be like, nah, fuck you, and I kill him. <laughs> Because he he killed their did he kill the yeah he killed one of the kids right yeah I believe so um, or they did, I don't know if he directly killed the kid but the one kid got like shot and yeah I thought that was sad in the end when they like buried him but like his body gets like absorbed into the planet yeah yeah I mean I guess he becomes part of that neural network or whatever um, and it's like they kind of remind me of uh, what was that movie with the giant robots that fight the kaiju. Oh, um, you're talking about you're not talking about Pacific Rim, are you? Yeah, yeah okay, the yeah. first one they really played up this whole like network, yes, and the rift and everything like that, and like you're kind of part of it because I remember yep. when like the the main guy dies and he tells his daughter, "You can speak to me in the rift or something." I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. They were trying to like set this thing up, and uh, the second movie was like, "All right." And yeah, I did not love it. Um, the, the TV show is kind of interesting. The, the CGI one on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I watched it. I have actually kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was good. I didn't. I don't know if I thought it was like a great version of the movie I liked, but I thought it was a good thing on its own. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I don't know what to say about it. I mean, it looks great. The effects look better. I mean, yeah, would I like to have seen in a theater? Yeah, I guess, but I don't know. I watched it in two pieces. And I think I enjoyed it better that way. Yeah. I, I kind of like stopped at the first half when like the first big shit shows up in the water. Like, yep, I watched it in different parts. I think I probably spread it out over three viewings, and and that was good for me. Um, I, that's what I felt like. It, I don't know. Like I said, it's like I don't know if that's the nature of movies now, or it's like, or they're just you know how streaming shows have kind of changed how we watch things, and like so I'm like watching this movie, and I'm like it's feels like like i knew like it didn't tell a complete story right the flash told a complete story at the end of the day it was like you just need to watch the flash and that was it like yeah you can go back and watch like the yeah, yeah. League if you feel like it but like it's all here and i felt like with this movie like yeah they set it up a good pretty good you don't even really even have to go back and watch the first avatar if you don't want to but i feel like now it's just going to be like a serial Mm. just i don't know it was fine mm. you have anything yeah, to say yeah. about it um and out no i only look i thought it was good um Wales. i do like it i guess my my big thing with it is i really like having a sci-fi franchise that works that does well and that you could do things with and yeah. there aren't that many of them star wars obviously star trek um the expanse did pretty well on amazon and netflix um battlestar galactica back in the day did pretty well but like there aren't a ton of really good well done sci-fi franchises um i think this is one of them and i think that's a good thing you i know? like what's her edie falco is great yeah 
uh, as like the new person in charge. I like too, like they kind of got up the whole stupid unattainment thing, and now they're just doing it like, nah, we're gonna like colonize this planet. Like, yeah, Earth's fucked. We 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 should just take over this planet. But like, the joke is, they can't breathe. The humans can't breathe on that planet. Yeah. I th- I think the interesting thing is that it is a pretty pro. It's got a big environmental message, which well, it shows how important like everything is in the system. And yeah, I liked how even in the water when they go to like the water villages, yeah, how the Navi are just like a little different. Like they have longer tails, their arms are shaped. They have like these weird oar like shapes yeah. on their arms, so they can like probably you know swim and it allows them to swim quicker and they could hold their breath longer in the water i like that like they're just like a little different if you were ever going to accuse a movie of being woke it would probably be this one you know i mean but it's funny because like nobody really hammered it as being woke but like all the evolution Humans are the bad uh, guys the humans of colonialism is a bad guy capitalism's bad um the culture is kind of maternal uh in a lot of ways it's not like a, a matriarchy i think these but dumb like, fucks who hate who go ape shit on woke and stuff they their avatar tricks them because like the navi are all badasses yeah that could be warriors and shit and there's all badass mechs and like marines and shit that they're too dumb to pick up on the fact that this movie is like woke as fuck <laughs> it is it's like probably the most woke movie i've seen in a long time but um and, and well, it, I don't think it's the most I've seen, but it is. It is. It definitely fits the definition. Yes. Like, yeah. So I liked it. I liked well, it. Well, were gay too. Right. Remember that? Just, just. Yeah. Right. Planning how um, Cheeto gay, like just. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. So I, I liked it. I, I, when my kids saw it and liked it a whole bunch, I really liked that she um picked up on those woke things you know for lack of a better word uh where she was like you know well, why why did they want things and yeah things like and, why did they what it, well we could talk about stuff like colonialism and how like sometimes like aboriginal or native cultures are exploited for their resources and you know i mean that's like man i don't know if they're gonna get it in the public schools much longer so i love how you learn some of these things from movies like even going back to secret invasion there's a scene when he's talking to that woman from N16 and he says yeah. he's going around Russia and she yeah. made a joke about like, you know, like he's going to stand out because there's not many black people in Russia. But right. She, she called him a certain name and it's some, um, it's the name is a guy who's from like the thirties. who was a black entertainer. And I guess he, he's the one who sang like sweet low or something like that. So oh, okay. He moved to Russia, became a communist. Like he basically, oh, like an, he was an outright communist and moved to Russia. And it's like you don't learn about that. In, no, uh, not and, really. Yeah, so that's why I was like, I'm like, what is she talking about? And I watched something <laughs> and I talked about it. So I'm like, oh, I love when TV. It's like when I didn't know what rickets were until I watched the. Oh Simpsons. yeah. <laughs> well, the Simpsons when like uh, Mr. Burns blocked out the sun. Right. Homer, they were like, Yeah, we need to do something about this. And Homer's like, Yeah, these rickets are driving me crazy. And he's like walking all weird. And I was like, What are rickets? And then I looked it up and it's like a vitamin, like uh what was the sun give off? Like vitamin D. D. Vitamin yeah, it's like a deficiency, the yeah. lack of sun and everything, you get the rickets. That's funny. Oh. I love learning 
more from like entertainment than yeah <laughs> well i um yeah so i liked it i'm gonna obviously watch the next one um i like that the and it, it is like they showed like the humans were like building up cities and shit yeah like, they're just gonna straight up like steal half the planet by like the next movie and i thought that was like interesting i do i didn't care for the whale hunters even though i thought that was like the process of like basically saying like they steal like the brain i don't know essence from the whale and they said it's literally like it makes people immortal or some shit. yeah yeah, like, that got like a little weird, like a little. I didn't esoteric. mind that. I just uh, did you did you notice what's his face from Flight of Concords was there, Jermaine? No, he was the scientist. Shoot, I did not notice that. He was um, one of the, he was like the scientist with the whale hunter oh, that's people. Funny. He, he was kind of like, like you could tell he didn't like them. Mm. I like the the one main asshole when he got like <laughs> the whale attacked him and like the rope ripped his fucking arm and they just. I, I didn't like that one whale though, the one that saves the guy. Like he was like exiled from the rest of the whales. Yeah. Those whales are jerks, man. This whale, I forgot why did they exile him? It was like yeah, he got know, shunned. Like, didn't he get shunned just for he being got like shunned? Yeah, he, he wasn't allowed. And the and the the tribes was even like, no, you don't go near that one because we respect what the whales say. But like, oh, like that's when the sun talk the one the son who was like kind of like the problem son or whatever and he talks to him and finds out that the whale was like basically you know he's tort like hurt he's like had a flipper ripped off and yeah i don't know i like though when they were like talking to the whales and i'm like <laughs> well i think that's too talk back? like i don't know i mean like i thought my cat or something i think that too is like um it is. I think we're kind of like moving to the point where, like, you know, you're starting to wonder, like, you know, what what creatures are sentient and what creatures have like feelings or well, you know, different dolphins are like the smartest things, like the smartest species next to man or something. Yeah, it's like dolphins, chimpanzees, and man are kind of like in a three way tie. I guess it depends on what state you live in, but. It's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Idaho. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like if you're in idaho I mean, definitely, then, yeah then you're looking at like you know there's probably like you know <laughs> like pet store hamsters that are like in the mix like <laughs> <laughs> yeah pet store hamster has, has entered the right has entered well, the chat <laughs> choose your fighter <laughs> <laughs> um oh my god yeah well, anyway, so uh, that, that yeah, that's all I'll say about after um, the the last. I'm pop... looking forward to the next one, but oh, again, yeah. I'll probably just wait till it's on Disney Plus again. I'm not. I dying. think so. I'm not dying to see it in the theater, unless my my kid gets into it and he wants to see it. Then sure, but like, I'm fine with it watching it on Disney yeah. Plus. It's also on Max too because of weird. Because it, you know, it was a oh, Fox okay. movie. Yeah. So there was some contract stuff. So that's why I think still some Fox movies will end up on Max and other cool. stations as well. So nice. if you don't have Disney Plus, you can watch it on Max. Yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. All right. Well, the last thing I felt like I was like, wait, is this, I wonder if this movie's different. I didn't even think to, to check. Yeah. 
Um, like, is it different? Imagine it is. Like, did he like edit that? Like, there's like nipples in the right. movie or so. I don't know. <laughs> uh, the butthole cut is right. Uh, yeah, the cat's butthole. He's on that. That's the one on Max. The butthole yeah. cut. Uh, all right. So the last pop culture item is uh, season six, I think, of Black Mirror. Oh man, this is. Uh, a... I'm not gonna go on in, in depth too much, but. Which one was your favorite out of them? There was like five I, of them? Honestly, I liked um, the first one the best. The Joan is awful. I thought that was real clever. That felt like a Black Mirror show to me. Yeah. Um, well, I, you you know, I thought about it because I know some of them I was like watching them like, you know, like the one with the the girl make, dealing with like the demon and she's told yeah, I thought she that was kill good. people yep. or the world could end and it takes place in the late 70s. Yeah, I love that dead zone moment when she's like, "Show me that politician, that evil politician." Yeah, it was like straight out of dead zone. Like, uh, and she's like, "I gotta kill him." I like how cool she got when she put on the jacket. Yeah, all of a sudden she was like, she wore that red leather jacket, and she just like went from being this like kind of picked on, yeah, yeah, picked on, and then all of a sudden she's a fucking badass. I mean, well, jackets can just change. Yeah, I liked all the episodes. I liked. I thought I, I liked all the episodes. I thought, let me see, I got a list from here. I thought the first one was um, okay, so Joe, they had Joan is Awful. That one's um, great. Then it had uh, Locke Henry. I like that one a lot. That, that, was, one, that was fucked up. That was really, really weird. Um, that was super fucked up. The ending with the mom. I, yeah, right, for your movie. Uh, I thought the. I thought that was a great show. I, this is going to be my recurring theme for Black Season, Black uh, Mirror Season Six. Great episode, did not feel like a Black Mirror episode. I will, okay, I'll say this. Obviously, the first one's very Black Mirror because it deals yep. with like AI. The second one, though, I feel like that is Black Mirror because it's like a like the whole stream barrier, whatever it is, and it gets yeah. in the other movies. And do you remember? And uh, Jonah's awful. Yes, yeah. Actually buried the yeah. more in the other episodes. I thought that was great. That was very clever. But it leads um, into the whole like yeah, true crime, um, true crime all those, podcast, like, true crime podcasts, and true crime documentaries. Now Netflix has like all the streaming services have like tons of them because they're cheap and like you can make if you have a good story, you could get one out. And it's yeah, big hits. So it does in a way. I feel like yes, no, I, fall into the Black Mirror type. Now, you remember, you watched that first season of Black Mirror. One of the episodes involves the Prime Minister of England having to fuck a pig. I mean, yeah. uh, I don't well, know how that one plays with technology unless you're talking about like... Well, just like viral culture, like, you know, that, that people are so willing to like view shit like uh, that. Oh, that's you true. You know, like... That was, yeah. Like, uh, but I think that this fall, still falls under the Black Mirror. Um, yeah. I think it does. Now, the third one, is that the one with Aaron Paul and uh, with the two astronauts? No, the third one. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. The third one was that it was called Beyond the Sea. Uh, and it was. That was, was okay. Uh, that was like, I watched it, I think on my phone. I couldn't fall asleep when I was away. So I was watching it. And I. That one felt like it could I have been a 20 minute episode. Yeah, it felt like it was dragged out. And I felt like it was going to lead to something. Like, I was almost in the yeah. like, like, what are these guys doing in space? And I was like, 
is the world actually dead and they yeah. go in this like oh this reality because like they talk about like the one so it, it begins there's two guys on this space station and like every day or every whatever they work and then they go sleep in this chamber and then they have these like so-called like robot bodies that wake up mm-hmm. on earth and they get to be with their family and the main i forgot the other he's another actor i've seen him in tons of stuff yeah um let me pull it up all right so it had aaron paul and josh hartnett yeah josh hartnett played his family gets killed by like this week well first of all the show takes place in like 1969 yes it's alternate alternate history yeah his family gets killed and him to his body his robot body gets destroyed and his family is killed by this kind of like Charles Manson type cult. And yes, he's they can't recreate the body, so he's kind of trapped on the station. They say that, like, yeah, we can't recreate right. the body. And then he Aaron Paul goes home and he kind of like has it, he's kind of cold, and he has his wife and son kind of stay in this farm and like doesn't want them going anywhere. And then the other guys like depressed and they, they make this deal like hey you know what you can go in my body my robot body and like just you know get some be on earth for a little bit yeah, yeah. Be on earth. and then of course obviously we could see this a mile away he starts falling for the wife yep. i've seen her in tons of things that actress uh the one who played his wife yeah uh, yeah and it's kind of typical but i I don't know. And then it just ends with him going psychotic, spoilers, psychotic, and he ends up killing Aaron Paul's family. Yeah. And then it's the two of them on the ship, and he tells them, like, take a seat or whatever. But I'm almost thinking, like, I don't know, because then, like, when they go into the store and, like, the lady talks about, like, the death of the family of the other one, how horrible mm-hmm. it is, and, like, Aaron Paul's, that's where the Josh Hartman character's in the body. So he's trying to, like, hold back, like, tears or whatever. But I'm always like, it almost felt like maybe what it would have been a bigger thing was that like they they're isolated on this thing and there is no world. Yeah. That would have been real clever. The world ended. And I'm like, I thought maybe that's where it was going. Because like, why are they up there? What are they doing? Yeah. That made I mean, like it did seem like it was setting something up that never got revealed. Um, it was fine. It was fine. I thought it was a little long. It didn't really I don't know. It, it's not it was the worst, but it's, I think it's definitely in the bottom five. Uh, out of the five, I think it's on the bottom. I mean, oh yeah, done well, but I think from a wow factor, from like a, it just like was fine. Uh, yeah. Okay, then there's the uh, the the next one is I don't know if I want to give away the spoiler, but uh, it's the paparazzi one. That one's like the shortest episode. That one takes place in like the early two thousands. And yeah, Zazie Beats, she's famous for Deadpool and Joker. Yep. Uh, Deadpool 2, she played Domino. Um, she's playing like a, a up and coming, like, or whatever, paparazzi. And it's kind of interesting when I, I was thinking about this when I was watching, I'm like, you know, I didn't realize what year it was. And then obviously she's talking about basically getting the first iPod. So it's clearly like 2001 yep. or whatever. You know, with cell phone, the phones and the cameras, the technology. Like, are paparazzi even really a thing anymore when every motherfucker has a, a high-quality phone now that can, like, capture pristine videos and pristine mm. photos of celebrities if they happen to be in the area? I'm just wondering if, like, paparazzi's really 
I'm sure they still exist. Mm. But I feel like it was definitely probably more evident back then. Probably. That it's makes like more sense. In a way, every motherfucker's a paparazzi now. Right. Huh. They want to be. Yeah. Because then it's like you could just publish it on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, TikTok, and that'll go viral. And that's just like, that's just like having it get published in like a, a you know, a tabloid rag, you know? Right. Yeah. So just, well, how, how do you think this one, do you feel like this one doesn't feel at all like a Black Mirror episode? This or, one, again, I, and I, I agree with you that all of them, you can kind of turn into Black Mirror episodes in your head. Um, this one felt like a creep show episode, you know, like in a good way. Tales of the Crypt. Um, so you find out like there's a celebrity and you're basically the way it's told, you're basically convinced that she killed somebody. Drunk right. drunk. Like she she took some shrooms or whatever, went out and she ended up hitting somebody in the car. And then later on it, it shows her like looking like she's having like a relapse, like she wakes up in like a a room that's like yeah. destroyed. But then the, it's super fucked up actually. The the main girl, the Zazie Beats character, who's like the paparazzi, uh, she ends up in this town and the guy at the diner basically tells her, like, yeah, there's like a rehab place or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you find out, like, oh, she's there at this rehab place. Like, and being like held again, like seemingly against her will. She's yeah, then like you a... find out she she's being like chained to a bed and she's in this room and she's like they're like, we need to do something bad in the paparazzi. People just take a picture. This turns into a f- spoilers. Yeah. This is the big turns into a fucking werewolf. Yeah. Straight up werewolf. She hit a werewolf. Yeah. That was the problem. She hit a werewolf that night, got bit, turned into one. That's why when she woke up in that room, it's not because she did a ton of drugs and wrecked the place. It's because she turned into a fucking werewolf and destroyed the place. Yeah. <laughs> so that was crazy. And then, like, I love the. You know, in this world, it's like, eh, you don't need a silver bullet to kill a werewolf. That's that's, yeah. that's nonsense, you know? <laughs> <laughs> not turning into a werewolf. That's not crazy, but come on now. Silver bullets. Yeah. Magic. Uh, <clears throat> I like, though, when she, like, she's dying, and she's, like, kind of, like, shoot me, and she, like, gives her the gun to shoot yeah. herself. The actress to shoot herself. And then uh, she takes a photo of it. Yeah. It was good. I mean, it's the shortest one. Yeah, it was fun. It was like a little, I guess, like them all. uh, It was a little black mirror. It wasn't like quite on the nose, um, but I thought it was good. It was a good fun episode. This one I I had some fun with. uh, We'll talk about the last one in a second. I like this season more than I like the past ones. Yeah, I I would agree. It was a fun season. I think it's probably the best season in a while. Um, I like that. The last one, I felt like they did like more movies, and there was only like three episodes or whatever. There was like the one with the. Was this the one with Miley Cyrus was in it? And, yeah, there was the yeah. one that weird one with the two dudes that end up fucking each other in the street. Yeah, fight. I thought that was, that episode's funny because I can imagine a lot of dudes getting very uncomfortable. With yeah. That <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's kind of funny. They're like yeah. fighting, and then all of a sudden they're like. Yeah, whatever. Someone, uh, I remember one of the critics of that episode, the one with the two guys having sex in the virtual yeah. game. They're like, "This is bullshit." Because if the <laughs> game could do that, 
then you know that the game would be selling all kinds of fucking add-ons and shit. And right, not, yeah. And, and they would be selling it like, yeah, you could fuck in this game, you know? like Right, that'd be a feature, get, yeah. Yeah, like, it, they're like, there would have been so many buy-ins and shit. The game would never, they would never just let that that feature get out. Right, that's funny. <laughs> Without monetizing the shit out of it. Yeah. Um, um. The last one is that one that takes place in like in the late seventies. Yeah, she basically like, conjures a demon accidentally. Yep, uh, the um, demon was uh, takes on the form of the guy from that uh, that group that sing that fucking Rasputin song. Yeah, um, <laughs> bone bony something, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, I looked. I thought that was a great episode. I liked it a lot. Did not feel Black Mirror to me. Um, that's like dark as shit. I mean, that, and that, so basically, she's told she has to kill three people or eight people. Three. She's killed three people. They all have to be, and uh, the world will be saved. Yeah, it's a little bit like Cabin the Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, it is actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A, and he's like telling her, like, I'll be evaporated or whatever, like a sense of like some. The world, right. yeah, it's gonna be like a nuclear war. And he basically shows her, like, and he's kind of shows her, you know, she wants to like go after bad people. Yeah. You know? But then uh, the best is throughout the episode, you're introduced to this up and coming politician who's like an extreme right wing fascist and racist uh, politician. This is like Thatcher, England. So mm-hmm. this is like around that time period. Not like those people don't exist today, yeah. but uh, anti-immigrant. This girl is uh, Indian. I'm, yep. Right? Or she's uh, I thought Indian. Or is she Pakistani? Oh, oh, that's a good point. Um, I feel like wasn't she like Muslim? I don't think she was. Yeah, that could be. I don't. Well, I don't know. You know. There's like the sort of like clear racism involved. Like the yes. boss clearly treats her like shit. He doesn't outright say anything racist to her and like that, but like no, but it's like oh you're, the lazy yeah. white girl, you know, way more. Um the politician's like so evil though and she's like tells the guy like I need to see a vision of what this guy's gonna do. And of course it's all horrible. Yeah it's horrible. just the worst. Maybe a horrible politician. They show him he's like gray hair he's haunts the country for decades like just a monster. Yeah. And um, she's like, I'm going to kill him. And I love that. he He's kind of like, I don't think they're going to be happy with that. The, the devils. Yeah, yeah. We like, no, we like guys like this because it was chaos. <laughs> she, says, are, are, is, she said, like, is he on your team or whatever? Like, yeah. Is he an actual demon? And he's like, no, but <laughs> they appreciate him. I thought that was interesting. I thought that was kind of funny. He's like, yeah wants to go kill him and the guy like he's like they're gonna be <laughs> like you know you're not supposed to kill like he could kill like a bad uh, yeah because she kills that one guy who actually murdered someone yeah and then they said it didn't count because i guess he murdered someone yeah there's so a was, there was a loophole to that um there was like some bullshit loophole because she yeah. should have like saved it right there oh she kills like the roommate because he spots it and uh yeah, the cop stops her. There's a cop that stops her, and yep. uh, they're holding her. She basically says to, you know, she sounds insane, obviously. Right, but she obviously. spills the what the truth is. Yeah, and she shows them the piece, but it ends up just being like an old domino. Because <laughs> like, it's like a weird little, looks like a domino, and it 
has these engravings and I guess there were three engravings on it. So as she killed somebody, one of the lines would go away. There was still one line left. Yeah. She shows them it, but when they see it, they just see like an old domino, like a, like a domino. Right. And they just think she's nuts. And she's like, no, the world is literally going to end. Like if I don't kill this person. Yeah. And all of a sudden you hear the, the sirens go off. And there's a nuclear war again. The world basically ends in 1979. In this right. Universe. But they get the demon shows up and like says like, I don't know. I guess they kind of go off to have a nice time together in limbo or wherever the fuck they're gonna go. Some yeah. like other existence that's like at least they'll be together. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they, made a, they made they fell in love or became friends. So it's a kind of a happy ending. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, it was. I think they were marching off to oblivion together. Yeah. But, um, but it, it was a good episode. I mean, I, I liked it a lot. I had I liked all the episodes. I like the episode where he's like looking up and she's like, and then the other one were like, oh shit, like yeah, she wasn't fucking kidding. I I think I just like look. I like Joan is awful because to me, it was a good episode. It was funny. The cast was great. I do want and to it talk like, about that. We didn't talk about that one yet. But oh, that's I, right. Yeah. I just want to say one quick thing about this episode. What I liked about this episode too, and you bring up things like Twilight Zone and Tales yeah, of yeah. the Show. I haven't seen a good like nuclear war threat oh, yeah. in like years. Like mm-hmm. I, I grew up on that shit. That oh, shit yeah. scare me. Every fucking movie almost around that time, even weird science had True, some, yeah. like some kind of like threat. It had a big missile in it, yeah. War. Yeah, there's always Brain, what was it called? Brain games, not brain games. War games. War games with Matthew Broderick. Like, it was all oh, threads the day after. Guys like us, yeah, had like yeah, threat of nuclear war. So it was kind of like a throwback a bit to like yeah. movies and shit. I was like thinking about that. I'm like, yeah, I, I grew up on that crap, man. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. That is a good to point. see a big purple monster make half the planet disappear with a magic uh, gauntlet. Yeah, had real monsters that can just hit a button and annihilate the planet with missiles. Like that's why that man, that Dead Zone movie, that ending is so fucking scary. Oh yeah, that's bleak. He touches Martin Sheen's hand and like you find out like he's just like a psychopath who's gonna bring around the end of the yeah the war yeah. So that was cool. All right, last one. Joan is awful. Yes, this one is. This one is uh, probably the most lighthearted episode. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, it's lighthearted. So she, Joan, and it's played by that girl from, I didn't realize it was, it's played by um, the woman from Schitt's Creek. Yep, daughter. Annie Murphy. She, yeah. uh, Schitt's Creek, and she had a show that just ended, um, like it's Kevin Can Fuck like, Off. What? Isn't she, she's all, she just ended a show too. It was like, only like two seasons. I watched like the first episode. Yeah. I don't have AMC though. So I don't know, maybe one day. It's fine. I think it's called Kevin Can Fuck Off. Yeah, basically it's like, like a, real quick, it's a show that takes place in like two different modes. So like it starts off looking like a weird sitcom and Kevin's like a, like a fucking James Belushi, uh, King of yeah. Queens, like cheesy, like bubble goofball sitcom character. And she's like the doting wife, whatever. And then he, then it goes to her when she's not in the room with him, and then it becomes like real uh, grim, yeah, real grim hour-long drama type show. The cameras change; it doesn't look like a sitcom anymore. Yeah, and it kind of keeps going back and forth, and she like runs into some of those characters that she would 
it's like when he's around, then it turns into like a sitcom yeah. again, and everyone kind of acts different. I have to. I haven't seen any of the other episodes. I want to watch, it, but I'll have to check it out. So yeah, she works at this company, and she like it's like some technology company, and she has to like she's like a middle manager. She has to fire people. Yep. And everything. She's having an affair with an ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Goes to a therapist and talking about she doesn't really love her boy. Whatever. It's all set up. And then she goes home after being with the uh uh they didn't do really anything, they kiss or whatever, but she goes home to her boyfriend and they put on a show and it's they're on Streamberry, which is Netflix. Yeah. And it ends up they're like, What is this? Joan is awful. And it's Salma Hayek. Yep. And like your hair is just like yours. And she's like, no, not really, because she has these white streaks in the yeah. front of her party. It's real distinctive. Yeah. It's yeah. And then she's watching it and it's her whole fucking day being like kind of reenacted and like a little cheesy, a little more like a little ridiculous of a sh- like. Yeah. And it's uh, amplified a little bit. Yeah. And it's like it's so fucked up. And then she like. She goes into the office, she gets fired because her character on the show gave away like secrets or something. And then she goes, it, to Yeah, inadvertently. Yeah. Yeah. I love that the one guy, uh, her like, I don't know if it's like her assistant. Assistant or, or yeah. Like, like, you made me into the gayest person ever. Like mm. the guy that's playing him. And, the, and it's funny, <laughs> yeah. All the people, it's not just Salma Hayek, everyone is like a recognizable person. I don't know the names offhand, but like the guy playing the boyfriend. He's been in tons of shit, this guy. I don't know his yeah. name, on him, but he was in a movie where he goes into a different reality where the Beatles don't exist and he releases all the Be- Oh, yeah, I remember that one, yeah. He kind of makes up all the Beatles music. All across the universe yeah. or something. It wasn't yeah. called that. That's another movie. I know what you're Yeah, you're right. Um, but well, this guy's anyway, been in I, I tons of stuff. And like even the guy who's playing like his, the assistant, that guy was like on The Daily Show. Like These are actual like know. named people. And right. So what it, I thought that was interesting. And then she gets so she gets fired from her job because of the stupid show. And she's like, I'm gonna try to sue. Yeah. She goes to the lawyer, and the lawyer's like, Yeah, basically they were able to like take your the show is AI. Mm-hmm. None of it's actually filmed. Yeah, it's not actually something. Must have gave her light licensed out her her fate her whatever it's a deep fake yeah yeah it's a complete everything's a deep fake none of that's happening you're like how the hell are they able to generate this shit so it's definitely the most black mirror of the episode really plays into like how ai is getting like not whatever we call ai uh, is just becoming out of control with like yeah you know and uh i thought that was great when she sunk on the lawyer though and the lawyer's like yeah (laughs) like they did it from your phone yeah you signed a waiver. You signed a waiver. Yeah. Like, you know, you signed up for it. You, 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 like, what? You're supposed to print it out and yeah. read it all. And she's like, well, that's how they get you. Yeah. And then, uh, somehow, Sam Ohio gets involved. And then they go to the actual place to, like, destroy it. You find out the whole thing's made in a uh, weird quantum computer yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, all sudden, Michael Sarah shows up in the most, like, goofiest role. He plays, like, literally playing Morty from Rick and Morty in this scene. Right. That part is so funny, and he's explaining everything. So that 
So the Annie Murphy car, uh, version is actually a show also. Yes. And it's, it's like it. multi-dimension. So like the Joan actually, you find out there's a real Joan and it's played by an even lesser known. I might've seen this girl on something before. Yeah, know, yeah. But an unknown actress, whatever in real life. But like, so what we're Annie Murphy's version is a show of a real so-called real person and then Selma Hayek is the show of the Annie Murphy and then you find out there's another level and Kate Blanchett plays mm. the next level the show of the show of the show and I like how the names of like the you know like Annie Murphy is not like a huge actress like no, no. she'll get bigger as she gets more roles but Selma Hayek's a more established name and then Kate Blanchett's like an even kind of more bigger name. So I thought that was kind of cool. How like each level, it just gets played by like a more higher progressively scene. bigger yeah. actress. But, yeah. So they did you find out they, they destroyed the quantum thing. And then it and then it's revealed it's the girl and Annie Murphy is playing wearing the Salma Hayek outfit now. <laughs> like, because she even says, like, well, I have to destroy it because it already happened already. Right, like the Michael Sarah guy, like, no, you can't destroy it. Like, yeah, you're basically <laughs> destroying realities. It gets really weird. It does uh, get sticky. Yeah, and she's like, "Well, I already did. Like, I have no choice because I just repeat whatever this other Joan did." Yeah, and then I like how the rest of the episode you see the real Joan, and you find out both her and Annie Murphy are like house arrest, or they can go out limited. They both had ankle bracelets on. Yeah, <laughs> uh, please. She owns, I guess, a coffee shop now. Right. And then Murphy shows up and like says hi to her, or whatever. And you see the ankle bracelet on her too. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, that's funny. I liked it. It was fun. I like. I think that's a good idea. That was the first episode of this. Yes, I agree. That was a good start. Um, yeah, I thought it was the most traditionally Black Mirror type of episode. I liked it a whole bunch. Yeah, um, yeah, it was good. I it was will good say season. my favorite ones. Uh, if I were to rate them all. From bottom the top, I will say yeah. across the sea. Is that what that one's called? Well, yep, that's the spaceship one. When I say that's number five, uh, number four is gonna be the werewolf one. And then again, it's not saying that these are shitty. It's just that's just I'm going by right. all my favorite words. Now the last three can be a little weird. I mean, I I really thought the Lockmore one ended up being really good. So I think that one might have to be number one. Okay, um, and then number two and three could each other the joan is awful and the uh whatever the end of the world one was called yeah know. yeah i would say joan is awful it's probably my favorite one i like the end of the world one a lot um and i didn't mind any of them they were all fine i thought um yeah. i just but, yeah. think a lot more when so sad it was like he wins the award you just Jeez. see him by himself like yeah, yeah. He, we were you know, i've talked about that too it's like he probably thought his mother killed his girlfriend she uh, yeah, like running and slipping on some rocks or some shit. Didn't they say like earlier you could get killed easily or something? Yes, the mother yeah. didn't kill, kill her or anything. Um, but man, that scene when you find out the dad, like, because the whole episode you're told like the dad's this like hero cop and he got killed or he died in the hospital, and then you find out there's this I forgot the guy's name. Uh, the guy who like kind of runs the bar is dad. 
Mm. They kind of make you think that this older guy, he, James Hanna, I think is in. He's the guy in the beginning of The Last of Us who talks about the uh, the mushrooms and how it happened. Okay. It's that takes place in the '60s, the talk mm. show in the beginning of The Last of Us. That yeah, scene that's like one of the most scariest. That's scenes. a great scene. That is like one of the best scenes in like anything when he's yeah. talking about like the fungus and like if it took over, there's no cure. It's it we're done yeah. um he's in that episode and he's trying to like warn and say that like no they they worked with this guy who killed people and they see she had all the videotapes of that show yeah and it it was all their murdering people i guess and it's like a weird three-way with this guy yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> They were in the mask and like the fucking nurse out. I was like, oh my God, this is so fucked up. Yeah. All right, uh, got fucked up. Yeah. Some real shit. Right. Yeah. It was, I mean, so the, this is, and a, uh, maybe not too abrupt of a, um, a shift because some of the Black Mirror stuff was pretty nightmarish. And this next story is, bonafide nightmare fuel for the next 20 years for me um a sub went down in the uh atlantic ocean and they can't find it it's they went to go see the remains of the titanic yes i wonder and it's funny we're talking about avatar and james cameron yeah yeah i wonder if all this shit with people wanting to see the remains of the titanic is because of that fucking movie and all mm. this like, James Cameron stuff. Because he's like went down there, right? Didn't they actually film? Oh yeah, Titanic and shit. Like it's twelve thousand five hundred feet below sea level. Yeah, it is. Uh, not you could get crushed down there. Yeah, it's the the water. The pressure is so immense. Um, this I, I've seen like over the last few days, I've seen this this craft quite a bit. It is so small, it's so cramped, it's it, like the size of a minivan, and it only has like if you look at it, it has little thrusters, like propeller thrusters on the top and the side, and I, they don't look like they can move anything. I mean, I'm no like two hundred fifty thousand dollars each is like uh, one of them. I was definitely yeah. a billionaire. This guy, uh, Hamish or whatever, he actually went up on uh, Jeff Bezos' cock rocket, the Blue yeah. Origin. Uh, he went up. He was one of the people who flew up uh, mm. above the Earth's whatever bullshit space travel thing right. Bezos has. Uh, so I thought that was kind of interesting. Guy's like a explorer or whatever. Uncle Traveling Mad over there. Um, but they went down there. And then you find out, like, the controllers are, like, a, a video game controller? Yeah, apparently, like, it's a logic, it's an off-brand video game controller. A lot of people are saying, a lot of, look, a lot of people are saying that this is par for the course, that the military actually uses stuff like this. I can tell you that I have an Xbox controller, and the thing fucking fails on me constantly. <laughs> they, this they, they sealed themselves in this little thing and sunk themselves to the bottom of the ocean, um, I can't imagine that anyone would have done that. Like, I wouldn't even let them do this to me in a swimming pool. You know, I mean, like, it just seems like 
it so looks, much could go wrong. It looks like those things you would see back in old comic book ads. Um, yeah. Submarines. Like it was like seven dollars getting stuff. And it, it was like a cardboard cutout. Because I remember as a kid getting an old comic and looking at this. Yeah. Like, what? Is this a joke? I oh, was if- a joke. And then I looked it up and someone posted like what I saw I that. <laughs> and it was like a cardboard cutout. But like I'm like, that's what it looks like though. The diagram of the yeah. that, that uh what they people thought they were getting. Do you remember that show, Get a Life? Yeah, yeah. There was an episode where he finally gets it in the mail, like 30 yeah. days later. That was like the joke. And then him and his friend, they're in the sub. They they fill up the entire shower <laughs> to the top. And he's in yeah. the submarine. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know. I, I just can't imagine rational people doing this. I mean, it looks so dangerous. The ocean is so big. If you've ever been on a boat or even just like stared at the ocean for a few minutes, it's so big. Why yeah. would you go to the bottom of it untethered to any boat without a clear rest? I don't even understand how a billionaire would go down there without like any now anyone having knowledge of where he's going, trackers or you know, yeah, like I, I none just of find these... it crazy how rickety this thing is, yeah. like how janky this fucking sub is. Like, you would think that, like, okay, sub goes down there, but we have somebody up top that monitors you. Yeah, and we have, if something were to go wrong, we have a way of getting you or alerting people to get you. Or yeah. is this shit illegal? And they are not supposed to be doing this, going down to fucking. The wreckage of the Titanic, which is like pretty much almost all like eroded. It's just a yeah. pile. It, it's a rust and bones. It's rusted out. Within a couple of hundred more years, there'll be nothing, you know? Um, well, I, yeah, I look, I know I've been seeing on TikTok and Twitter and stuff, a lot of people kind of making fun of these guys. And, um, uh, you know, I genuinely hope they, they, are rescued and this just how could they be they're probably dead now it's been i I can't imagine they're well nobody's even talked about this like your body can't do too long without water you know but you need water to live like well i think the amount of oxygen that's provided on there it won't matter yeah 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 you would maybe run out of well some people are saying some people are saying that um uh that they think that it's 96 hours of like breathable oxygen in normal circumstances. And if they knew right away that something was going to go screwy, they'd probably try to start conserving oxygen. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I just can't even fathom what it would, what, what any of this would be like. My, my real instinct though, is telling me that the, the sub probably imploded, you know, that it just burst and, you know, hopefully they perished without ever knowing what was happening. And, um, I don't know, but yeah. but the fuck if I would ever get in a homemade sub, you know, I mean, this just, I mean, it screams bad idea, screams bad idea, even in like pretty shallow water. But they, we're talking like they went two miles. It was like a two-hour trip in a in a free fall. It's twelve thousand five hundred feet below sea level. It that's took them two I, hours to get in there the the, in the middle of the Atlantic. It's like mm. it's not even near a coast. It's like. Yeah. It's like in the mid. There's nothing around. Yeah. It's the ocean at that point. It's just crazy, you know. I mean, and I tend to agree with you. Like, I don't. I mean, I I get looking for him and all that and everything, but like, 
I mean, I don't, I don't see that you're going to rescue them in time. I mean, it just doesn't seem likely. Uh, ugh, it's, it's brutal. Um, yeah, but a lot of people, like some of the more serious people, have been saying, like, look, this is these entrepreneurs and inventors, and they have such disdain for government regulation, and they don't want, you know, anyone's. And this is what happens. You know, this yeah. sometimes happens. Well, I'm just shocked that there wasn't more, like. I just find it hard to believe that a fucking uh, a billionaire. No, nah, I don't find it hard to believe at all. People are idiots, but I mean, like a billionaire would be going down there, and like there wouldn't be like I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like some of these people, like one of the billionaires is like seventy-seven something years old. Like he had a, a nice long run of it, but yeah, God, but what a way to fucking die, you know? Oh, I don't even. Yeah, I can't even imagine. But one of them's like a nineteen-year-old billionaire, and that sucks like obviously it sucks for anyone but like could you imagine being 19 about to enter like the prime of your partying life where you know you can do anything you want and you're a billionaire and instead you you know die on the ss dumpster diver down you know two miles under the atlantic that's brutal that's that yeah. woof well all these people making jokes like oh the titanic killed like more rich yeah. people yeah um, i don't know i mean there's this is like a classic story of hubris and arrogance and look it's not lost on on anyone who really thinks about it that they spent all this money on this trip and then they got in trouble and then the governments of many different nations are spending millions of dollars on looking for them when meanwhile like as all this is happening there's probably people dying of thirst in the desert trying to get into america people there's probably people in the united states that or yeah other- so-called civilized countries and like are dying every day from god yeah. knows what yeah we have to spend all this resource to look for these assholes who do these stupid like uh, like i'm gonna climb up the, the highest peak in the mountains yeah. and defy uh, you know whatever, I, whatever it's bullshit right. that yeah like all these resources have to go into like finding these people I mean, like, obviously, you know, it's like the kids that were in that Thai cave. You're like, yeah. yeah, you have to find people, but it, it's like, I don't know. I, I don't know what to say about it. I, I thought it was more common that people were going down to the Titanic and shit, but I didn't realize how fucking rickety it really was. Yeah. It's like someone going in like the a minivan down into the fucking ocean. <laughs> I just, I mean, like, because the whole thing is a battery controller. Yeah. Like, like I said, my video games party. (laughs) Yeah, my video game controllers crap out of me routinely, and it's controllers are known for being shit. Like, and like sometimes batteries just die. They just die. You know, like, and I'm talking about like the the crafts battery, and sometimes like. Like you don't know what's down there. You're re- you're relying on these little motors. Like, what if like fucking seaweed gets caught? Like, all sorts of shit could happen. Like, it's just, yeah, I, like it could be like the dumbest thing that got that could have destroyed that thing. Yeah, like none of these billionaires were like told by like an attorney. Like, hey, you know, like this sounds dumb. This sounds real dumb. Well, the guy you, who owns it supposedly runs this. Yeah. He was like He's, on the other side of the planet or some shit too. No, the CEO is in the sub of this uh, of the of the yeah company. 
He's one of the five, the CEO and the founder of the company is in the sub right now. Presumably, if not, you know, spread out across Bikini Bottom. Um, (laughs) Yeah, they're hanging out with SpongeBob right now. It's like, I don't know. I mean, I just, I, 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 so many times things fucking go wrong, you know, just for no reason. Like, why would you put yourself in this position where the slightest, misstep would would be fatal you know i don't know it's just it's it stuns me like i get risk taking but like this seems really bad like a real bad idea um anyway we were also going to talk about work because which is kind of a funnier thing but well some people were saying they, they're trying to like merge the lures or whatever yeah that the orcas were the ones that did the sub in but i i don't think that's the case yeah. Did you see the the one where um uh someone had uh photoshopped a bunch of orcas around the sub and the banging was them banging forks on plates? Like <laughs> oh, uh they've been like destroying boats, I guess. Yes, yeah. In like certain areas, supposed to like in Spain and Portugal, they've been like I don't yeah, know. They... Some people are like, okay, no, they're not targeting the boats. <laughs> they think like they're just going up to them and like rubbing their bellies and shit on it. But yeah, also, some like if they're massive creatures, they're in the process destroying the boats. these boats. Yeah, like yeah. like you know, like you're, they're tra- they, it's like when your cat walks by and does that right. thing where they kind of get close to your legs, like creepy thing that cats do. And you're like, are you gonna scratch me? What's going on? <laughs> well it's kind of like what the killer whales do i don't know it's kind of funny to think that in a fucked up way that the whales these killer whales are trying to like uh there's some like under planning going on and they're like like fucking knock out some boats and shit put us in a fucking uh sea world show you that ain't happening yeah it's i made a, made a design um I, I saw that and it's kind of like in the the logo i made it look like the sea world logo i tried to find like the right fonts and it says let's sink a boat and kill some humans <laughs> and it's a lovable killer whale coming out of the water with the boat cracked in half so yeah <laughs> uh, you can see that on my twitter and instagram so yeah i mean i don't really know what else to say about the killer whale thing it's just something that's been going on uh, it's kind of funny in some ways too, because I don't know. Kill whales are—they are cute. Uh, out of like, if you had to pick a, 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 are they considered a shark or a whale? I, they're a whale, I think, because I, I believe they—they they breathe air. That's the difference. It's like they're whales like are the, mammals. They're like the the adorable version of a whale. Like whales yes. are kind of mad, ugly, and sharks are hideous looking too. They're not cute. They're like fucking razor teeth yeah like but uh, it is like they are the killer whales are like they're like sleek big fat black dolphins yeah yeah they're cute they're like koala bears are to regular bears yeah they're the pandas of of whales (laughs) yeah they (laughs) are they're like actually smart and like like pandas are like been basically telling humanity like we don't even want to exist because it's like impossible to get them to breed and they just want to be alone <laughs> yeah like, they're basically telling us but we find them so adorable like they're like 
listen, I don't even want to breathe. I didn't give a shit. Like, I, uh, we, we are literally yeah. Yeah, because supposedly they're really hard to get them to breed. That's supposedly like the story. Oh, yeah. You put them in an enclosure. They just want to fuck around on the zip line. They don't even want to like zip try line. to hook up. Yeah. <laughs> like, they can't you believe the zip line? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to, you're out of here. He's only upset because he can't do the zip line anymore. <laughs> Yeah, that's that was the problem with trying to breed pandas. So, yeah, they just want to go on the zip. Well, line. yeah, I don't, I don't know. I guess that's we can kind of transition. I have another on one. That note. I'm, I'm, I don't want to say it on here. I have another plan for another funny. Oh, okay. Whale one. It's gonna ah eh, fuck it. It's just gonna say yacht crusher club, and it's gonna look like you know those. Remember bad boy. Remember bad boy for like yeah. shitty shirts that people yeah, wore yeah. and. Yeah, it's gonna be based on that. Oh, that's a good it's one. A yeah, club. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be good. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. All right. So th- the next topic we have um, is the RFK Junior. Joe Rogan uh, tag team of anti-vaxer uh, chuds, um, and uh, they they really kind of like led a harassment campaign against. Uh, uh, yeah, they had Elon Musk involved and yep. all these douchebags were like, debate him, debate him. And it's like, so this guy, uh, Peter Hotez, I guess, I don't really know a lot about, but what's here's the funny thing about him. And what's funny about Musk and uh, Rogan and Kennedy is that, like, if you didn't know who Peter Hotez was anymore, you probably do now. Yeah, you probably do now. These jackasses. And then normal people will look them up and go, oh, this guy's actually doing a lot of good. Thanks for yes. uh, letting us know who this guy is and giving him some accolades. So you're making all these claims saying like, you know, this guy, I guess, came out. And he, I guess it all started because Robert Kennedy was on um, Joe Rogan. I saw a couple of clips here and there. And of course, it was all and of acts of bullshit, calling, making yep. ridiculous accusations about it, still bringing, still linking autism to oh, vaccines. Yeah. Like, a bunch of bullshit. Um, supposedly, like, whatever big thing that people called vaccines out in the early 2000s, they stopped putting that in there. But it, So yeah. you think that would have, like, stopped guys or Grover Kennedy? But no. Because they probably thought, like, no, I'm not going to give up on this. Um, you know? Yeah, got a good grift going. Uh, yeah, you're uh, you're freezing up on me. All right. Um, I don't know if you want to pause in a second, but you're freezing. Yeah. So I guess like after the episode aired of uh, Rogan with RFK on, um, Peter Hotez said something about it, just basically calling out, saying it's bullshit. And so Rogan, of course, is 100% believes everything that anti-vaxxers are pushing because he's an anti-vaxxer, yeah. even though he, he's an asshole and won't admit it. But he, COVID turned him 100% into an anti-vaxxer. I mean, you don't constantly push anti-vaxxer rhetoric if you're not, if you're not right. an anti-vaxxer. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, you're a fucking anti-vaxxer. And some of his arguments are just stupid. He, I remember he was trying to... to, to to debate this uh scientist online and he was like well doesn't like sunlight and exercise have or nutrition have anything to and like no one is disputing that those things can be healthy for you yeah you know i mean like that you're these are two different arguments like of course if you 
exercise and eat well and everything that that will help you. Yes, that have is you true. Heard, okay, have you heard the Trump theory? Which is funny because he's like pulls and he loves anti-vaxxers and shit. He swims in that world. Um, about like exercise and everything. That he's against it. I mean, believe it or not, when you see him, you're like, I can't right. believe exercise. That's crazy. That he believes that we have a. a, a I don't. This I'm not maybe not wording this hundred percent right, but this is yeah. kind of fun. Either way. That we are like people who work out too much, like he's talking about, like runners and stuff like that. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. they die at a young age because it's like we're batteries, and like if you extend <laughs> too much, then uh, you die younger. All right. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why he doesn't exercise. That's why he's gonna lift to like a thousand because he's so lazy and doesn't do anything because he's expensing as little as possible. I would imagine. Yeah. Every- doctor in the world would disagree with that stupidity right that would be my god but <laughs> he's just trying to look like a slug and he's just like i'm gonna live forever you're not yeah you're not gonna make me expense any energy i'm not falling for that trick look at that guy yeah. i mean yeah he got hit by a bus that's how he died but <laughs> but he was jogging while doing it yeah see um well i don't know so I, I, I guess I, that doctor uh or scientist whatever i don't know how we, would you label it peter hotez uh basically called them out so rogan's like come on the show and debate debate rfk yeah like i'll pay and he said like i'll donate a hundred thousand dollars to like a charity it's like a hundred thousand dollars nothing this fuck first of all yeah he spends more on a hunting trip or whatever um I was like, why would this guy go? This guy should not go. There's many reasons why this guy should not waste his time going on and debating RFK with Joe Rogan moderating. Because one, you go on there, you automatically tell the audience that there is another view. Right. When there yeah. isn't, there's a That's right the and there's a wrong. You, but when you, you legitimize on, the. Yeah, you legitimize bullshit. So that's one. Yeah. Two. You're going on and letting Rogan moderate, who's also 100% in on RFK. Get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, that's a terrible and idea. Three, the guy is doing an actual job. He's not a podcaster. He's not a performer. Like Robert Kennedy, yeah, I guess he's a lawyer, but really he's like a bullshit personality for the yeah, past the, 20, 30, right. you know, for the past 30, 40 years. So yeah, even though he sounds like if Sandpaper could talk, Right, but he could still talk, like he knows how to. Yeah, like, that, that's the thing is that like real scientists don't always communicate the results well. You know, like they need like someone to interpret it. They're not. That's not. Um, I mean, there's something to be said about it. like, like the guy's doing something. Like, yeah, he could go on and talk about whatever. Like, if you have, him, yeah, like it'd be one thing if Rogan had him on and interviewed the guy, and the guy could explain everything to Rogan. Maybe Rogan could be like, oh. But like right. you got to ambush him with fucking anti-vaxxers and shit. We got Tim Pool show up too. Like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. That all I would do is hurt this guy in the end. It would hurt him. Mm-hmm. It would hurt him. He would lose in the end no matter what. Because Rogan doesn't give a shit. There'd no. be ratings for him. Robert Kennedy, like these people don't give a fuck if they come off looking bad, because that's not the point. They're liars. 
Yeah. Well, it really isn't the point, you know? That's the thing that's fucked up is this guy has to... And that's what I can't stand about how this world is. Like, a guy like this spends his entire life and all his resources, whatever, doing that. Basically, they accused him of being, like, part of Big Pharma. And it's like the guy literally yeah. makes, like, free uh, non-patent vaccines for, like, third-world countries. While Joe Rogan pushes ivermectin. Like, the fuck yeah. out It's... This this guy, I mean, he should never have gotten involved in in a in this sort of discussion with these well, sort of people. The fucked up thing is, some psychopath showed up at the guy's fucking house that yeah. day. Too, he was like outside, and some lunatic showed up, and like he videotaped it and put it on. But like, and it's like all these like nut jobs. No, that thing that drives me nuts. It's like, okay, I'm gonna debate these quack, these fucking quacks and shit. And the joke is, at the end of the day. They don't give a fuck if they're no, right or they're, wrong because they're never going to admit they're wrong. They don't care. They have no fucking scruples. There's yeah. no there's no standard to their bullshit. But the other guy has everything to lose. Yep. In this situation, yeah. you'll only hurt yourself by and the, and the cause. You hurt the cause. You hurt like that's why I always said like anytime I see like a uh, progressive or leftist go on Tim Pool, I'm like don't don't go on. Fuck that guy. Don't give him like. Because he's just going to lie the entire time. Mm-hmm. Like, what's going to come out in the end? They're just going to spread the same bullshit. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just fucked it. Of course, Elon Musk was like, yeah, good to beat him. Like, <laughs> all Twitter is like harassing this guy. He was talking today. He's like talking about like telling people, the Peter guy, I started following him on Twitter. And he said, he's telling people, scientists to get off Twitter. He's like, we need to get off of here. Like, yeah. It, I would say, I mean, like, it used to be that you could argue, well, no, you should get in there and engage with people and fight the good fight, but with Elon Musk, like, pulling the strings, it seems... Well, it doesn't seem like... It's just becoming good. less valid. I mean, I yeah. wish Blue Sky would pick up. I, I wish I used it more. I don't. Um, yeah, me too. I was on there today, and I was like, oh, I should post something, and um, until until Blue Sky gets more populated, it'll be less tempting um, well, I but saw, I'll tell you, like some major newspapers started announcing that they're on Blue Sky. So oh, that, good. that's that's a start. Well, I'll tell you, man, Twitter is awful. I mean, it is so bad. I get so angry or depressed every time I look through it. There's so few good uh you have to literally search by hand for stuff. Um, and everything that's pushed towards you is this horrible right-wing vomit it's yeah i i've had a lot of big posts lately on twitter and i've been getting all kinds of like just shitty bot accounts my favorite uh i'll talk about it later you know i'll save that for later with everybody educate because there's some oh yeah yeah on the tweets uh yeah i don't know i mean listen rogan's a fucking anti-vaxxer it's that simple and the thing that pisses me off about rogan too is that like there's going to be so many young kids that are not going to be vaccinated because yeah. there's going to be all these like 30, like I could see like most of Rogan's fan base. I can imagine a lot yeah. of 30 year old dudes who have young kids and these yep. idiots who, if they're still listening to him, they haven't flattery. Cause like I posted stuff and I've had people leave comments to me and they said, I used to love Rogan. I stopped watching him. Listen, watching. Him yeah. Him. Oh yeah. I knew a lot of people that liked Rogan and they don't watch him anymore. No. Like, and but I imagine if you're watching him now, still you're you are a right winger. I'm sorry. You're oh just, yeah, yeah. Like or you're just you're just brainwashed at this point. You or you may be that right wing. 
right-wing libertarian you, you know which think, is, yeah you probably would say i'm not a right-winger don't call me that but you repeat all the right-wing talking points you like yep. vote for the right-wing politicians like come on now who are you kidding um but i imagine there's gonna be so many kids uh, i would love them to do like a study on rogan's audience and see like if people who have kids and if they got them vaccinated what not. percentage yeah see, a whole bunch of kids are not gonna be fucking vaccinated because of fucking mm. rogan yeah, that's a shame. I mean, I, people have gotten used to not seeing the effects of not being vaccinated, and it's grim. You know, it's it's real bad. Yeah, uh, I have a. Let me read. Let me see if I can find this. Um, I wrote some stuff. Uh, oh, I wrote this. This was one thing I say. Can we stop saying that Joe Rogan is just a dope that says whatever? I always hear people say that. Like they give yeah. dope. I was like, he's an actor and a spokesman for billionaires and a worldwide fascist movement. He's a literal tool to get young people to vote right wing. Yeah. I said, an example of how I know Rogan is just a tool of Peter Thiel and Elon Musk. Rogan has had Barry Weiss on several times. Do you think Joe Rogan wants Barry Weiss on his show? Hell mm. fucking no. He's not in control of his show, as many people think. That's true. I was like, I remember watching it. I was like, I have seen those. I mean, like, he is so disinterested. It's like, Clearly, someone's forcing you to have yeah. fun. Why would yeah. you have fun? Um, let me see. Oh, yeah. The, I read this one. Oh, this one's kind of funny. RFK Jr. is just a right winger. Where's the lie? And it's a meme of uh, Fred from Scooby Doo pulling oh. off the mask. And yeah. it's uh, RFK. And it says, I'm anti establishment. And then it's there's nothing under He pulls the head off and it's nothing under it. Yeah. Right <laughs> um, hold on. Oh, here we go. This is what I wrote too. It said Robert F. Kennedy is a right wing chud. Remember, the main reason the right wing chuds hated the COVID vaccine was because it was free to the consumer. Yeah, was that was a big. Thing. It was the closest thing we had to free healthcare in this country, and the Republicans want to make sure we never got used to it. So, I, yeah, one of the clips I saw that was in the conversation, and like they. Rogan and uh, RFK are going back and forth, and they're like, "Yeah, you know, uh, they should be pushing prophylactics." Which I that word makes me just think of condoms. Yeah, uh, like right. ivermectin. No, not ivermectin. Whatever the the one that people took that was like, it, it was like a preventative one that people took. Remedol or Remiradol or something. It was like really expensive, and the yeah. you heard like Trump took it. He was like one of the first people to take this, and on the right wing's like pushing it. It's like, dude. The vaccine's fucking free. This shit ain't free, and it's not available, and it's not proven. And then, and I'm like, you're... So I said, Republicans talk out of two sides of their anuses. They tell you, don't think they're free. And I know, the, that's the joke right there. Yes. Uh, they don't... You don't take the free and safe COVID vaccine because of Big Pharma. But we'll then tell you to take ivermectin, which isn't free at all, and it's also part of Big Pharma. Yeah, Big Pharma. So, so free government-subsidized vaccine, bad. Government-subsidized unproven medicine that will come out of your pocket is good. Yeah. It's one thing sense. to be a, What? It just doesn't make any sense. It's one thing to be an anti-vaxxer. It's another thing to be an anti-Big Pharma while pushing other more costly unproven products from Big Pharma. And then uh, this person wrote something. This person left a comment. Don Von Dusen wrote, this was interesting. Eisenhower's Secretary of Health, Education, and Welfare 
Oveta Culp Hobby complained that making the Salk vaccine free was enabling socialism by the back door. Jeez. It's the same shit. I yeah. saw these motherfuckers, all these right ways, they're all pushing this expensive medicine that's like not even proven. I'm like, they don't want you to get used to the idea of, you know, free, and yeah. these jackasses say like, oh, it's not free. We're paying our taxes. I'm like, I pay for taxes of shit that I don't ever benefit from. When bombs get dropped on like brown kids in the Middle East, yeah. you know, we don't. I didn't choose that to happen. That's not the point. I get the vaccine. I go to Walgreens or yeah. go to whatever CVS or whatever station, wherever you can go get it. And it didn't cost me anything. Right. I don't give a fuck if the government <laughs> paid. I, it doesn't matter to me because the government yeah. pays tons of shit that and I don't benefit. Right. And you wouldn't be able to like figure out what they were doing each instance. But you in know, this something. instance, I know that I'm getting something yeah. that will protect me and my family, and it's not costing me anything up front. Mm. It doesn't, yeah. I'm gonna pay taxes no matter what. It's a stupid one. And some jackass left that comment, so I just ignored it. I was like, Yeah, so, yeah. so that's probably the best strategy with some of them. Well, yeah, I've been blocking so many accounts on Twitter. So, like, half of them are just like, I mean, they're probably just like bot accounts, like, yeah. at least like five followers with like yep. two posts like the fuck out it block like um I, and again i mean there's nothing really i'll say about rogan he's a dipshit yeah i feel bad for this doctor i hope he i i really i mean i feel like i said the only way i would want him if he goes on rogan is if it's just rogan right not allowed to have anybody else. that would work that would work and maybe some good will come out of it where his dipshit audience will learn like oh yeah like, right <laughs> mm. uh i just love it too it's like this guy's the evil big farmer and it's like he's actually like the opposite if anything big farmer probably hates this guy yeah yeah i can see that like uh now the before we move on the rfk thing we talked about this i still this guy makes no sense to me I don't understand why he's running as Democrat when all he's been on is like right wing shows pushing right wing rhetoric. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Democrat he's appealing to. I don't get it. Yeah, but I saw a clip. Uh, and the <laughs> this might be actually the big conspiracy here that they're setting up RFK to be Donald Trump's V. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Well, I could, the only way I could see that happening is if something happens, Trump is not either somehow he loses the Republican primary or he decides he doesn't like what's going on. So he says, fuck it, I'm going to run as third party. Mm-hmm. He runs as third party or independent or whatever. I could see him picking RFK as his VP. Yeah. Jeez. I don't think it would. I don't see. The funny thing is people like. RFK is a threat to Democrats. And I, I wrote, I'm like, the guy who doesn't appeal to Democrats in any way whatsoever is a threat to yeah. Democrats. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't buy any of that. I mean, like, ideally. Yeah, there's when, probably like one out of 10 Democrats that might first fall for it for a second. Sure. And then when they find out, like, 
how bad like this guy is literally regurgitating right wing talking points like he supposedly was this pro environment guy for decades i remember that too which i like yeah he's barely he's like hawking crypto the fuck out of here yeah it is a weird scam based approach to life um yeah it's depressing you're freezing out dude Oh, okay. You fr- I saw you freeze that time. Oh, did um, you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you froze. Um, uh, okay, well, let's see. We're going to try to plow through it. So, Trump, I think we're fine. You don't have to edit this. Yeah, no, we're good. Okay. We're good. I, think, I think it might be, if, if you're having a rainstorm currently, it might be that, but... Um, all right, so let's move on. This, this whole uh, the anti-vaxxer thing is brutal. I think you're right, though, that the, the end result of this is going to be 10, 15 years down the road when you're reading the newspaper uh, or, you know, watching uh, a broadcast and it's going to be like, oh, we had a wave of measles deaths uh, in, you know, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho today because none of the kids there are vaccinated. You know, yeah. I think that's the, the end result. What we're going to see later down yeah. the road. We've seen um, it. For, it's been happening here and there for years, but I think now it's going to be accelerated. Yeah. All right. So uh, the, the next thing we're going to talk about is um, is not a huge, huge story, but kind of comment on um, Trump is still doing very well in the polls. Uh, Ron DeSantis is still floundering the polls. Um, I see right wing commentators often try to make the case that uh, that. Trump is on a downward trajectory and Ron DeSantis will take the I don't buy that. I think I Trump, yeah, I think Trump his look his support may go up and down a little bit. He's got a group of core people that are 100% behind him. They don't give a fuck what any of these clowns yeah. say. And yeah. if if there's three or, oh, yeah. If there's three or more people left in the race, this this group will give the nomination to Trump. You know, maybe if it were one on one, that might not be enough. But like, if there's three or more people in the race, Trump will win. Is my my guess. Yeah, we'll see. It'd be kind of funny if like the Republicans pull, uh, like on Super Tuesday, if they pull like uh, what the some of the Democrats did to Bernie Sanders, where they all backed down and. It was like really, literally right before. Yeah, season, I remember that. All the Democrats, like except for Elizabeth Warren, backed out and gave all their support to Joe Biden. And I could see some of the Republicans in this doing that if they if they see Trump as a threat and they see him like yeah. if they see if the Republicans, the real Republican Party, not the it sees Trump as like this guy's gonna fucking win, but like he is just has so many indictments. Mm. He is going to be in fucking court. We are going to lose this election of this guy. Okay. That's the nomination. I could see them all dropping out and like backing behind some like DeSantis or whatever, just to like narrow. So it's just one person versus Trump versus, like you said, instead of like four people versus Trump. But I also think that the reality is that the other people have such low numbers that they're not a threat to Trump. Yeah. Even with like, even like somehow DeSantis is number two. What is he? Twenty percent at most. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. I the guy sucks. He's not. I I can't imagine how this guy could gain traction at all. But I don't know. I'm not a Republican, so I'm right. Not, well, 
I don't know that's what good, gets their goat. I don't know what. <laughs> that's a good point. I don't. I can't get in the mind of a, a Republican voter and and kind of make my calculus. I mean, I that could way. assume it's you know, like whoever the biggest chud is, but like yeah. you know, yeah. just like they yeah. would just assume we want like uh, the candidate that I don't know wears blue eyeshadow or something. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> like, I mean, like. Trump's the guy. I think it's funny because the guy's a fucking loser. Well, it's a loser, and he treats a lot of his like he he took them all to a Cuban food restaurant after uh, that one's hysterical. Uh, so I guess this was was this like a rally? What was this? Or was, I, this, was this after his thing in Miami when he? Got- I think it was after his thing in Miami after his arraignment. Um, he basically told, you know, his people get the word out. I'm going to this restaurant. Yeah, and then he showed up there. Restaurant. He got there and then he, he said, I'm going to pay for all this. And then literally left 10 minutes later, didn't pay for yeah. anything. <laughs> no, people got stiffed. Uh, and look, that, that's a big deal. If I go to a bar and I'm buying drinks, I might get like a draft beer. But if I go to a bar and it's an open bar, then I'm going to maybe order a little more. And Trump walking out on those people might have bit a few of them pretty hard. Right. Like, I'm getting top shelf shit. Right. Yeah. Now, I don't normally get the steak. I don't normally get the steak or the lobster. But today, I might. Right. I'm getting like, uh, you know. 45 fries, 45 hamburgers. Right. 45 pizzas, 45 fries. Trump, yeah, Trump. Trump says, like, you know, I'm buying. Uh, immediately, I'm up to the bar. Forty five white Russians, forty five old fashions, forty five <laughs> white Russians. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> forty five beers, forty five. <laughs> so good memes, like hardcore bands and stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's one with. Have you seen the one with the bear? The guy, mm. the, bear, the chef. No, no. He's like cutting and it says like 55 fries and all that. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. The uh the bear comes back all all 10 episodes released tomorrow for season two. Oh um, yeah. Uh, it's not Disney Plus. I really if I watch it, I just want to see it without fucking commercial. It maybe. I don't know. We watched it on Hulu. Um I can tell you season one uh, was supposedly eventually Hulu and Disney Plus will merge. I've heard that. Uh, I my um my password inf- information for a lot of those services are the same. Hulu, ESPN, yeah. uh, Disney. One, anyway, two, three, four, five. <laughs> Pass- password one, two, three, four. Um, I would say uh, the if it weren't for Severance, the Bear would have been my favorite show last year. It's really I don't know the good. fuck knows when Severance will ever come back. Yeah, because they sucks. were like proms and then the writer's strike. Yep. I heard the two two main creators hate each other now too. I thought it was all Ben Stiller. Um, yeah, but there's two there's two people that were basically the showrunners. Ah. Uh, that like yeah, and they they're not talking, so that sucks. Guess we'll never know what happens to the 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 the, the lovable gang of Severance. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, but back to this, this Trump. <laughs> this trump stuff um he i just i don't see a way for him not to win the uh the primary you know Uh, yeah the only way i think that he loses is because he has to drop out because legal shit it'll just get to the point where he is just hammered 
but I think even then he'll cling even closer to the race because that's his only shot of beating the charges is to get the White House back and then pardon himself. Honestly, I mean, like, I love that Ron DeSantis is like, I'll pardon Trump if I win. Right. Oh, that's so funny. Like, yeah. a I'll tell you, concerned most of, most of his posts now are filled with pro Trump people that hate him. Oh, yeah. They fucking hate DeSantis. I mean, I'm not shocked by this. DeSantis yeah. is a bottom feeder. He's just yeah, a Trump he's bottom a feeder. Like, no, but I mean, he was a Trump bottom feeder. You can't go, you're not, like, you don't go against the cult leader. Yeah, you may be, like, for a second, you may even doubt, what is that guy's name? Dallas from Manson? That oh, guy. yeah. Yeah. Is his name Dallas? Yeah. Uh, shit, Dallas was one of them, I thought. Uh, yeah, wasn't it the guy? It was, like, three girls and one guy, right, who killed Sharon Yeah. Well, whatever. Like, yeah, whatever. That guy, like, that's DeSantis. Trump's Manson. Yeah. You, you do. That's not how, you don't get to, you know, it's like the funny thing. Pence running's hysterical. Yeah, one. yeah. That's, that's why I just don't see his constituency. But anyway, I, I think that, I, th- I think it's going to be Trump. I think that it's weird too, but the Republicans are just putting out terrible policy ideas. Oh God! There was like one that was like taking fucking lunch away from children in schools. Yeah. Like, wow! What a what a plan you got there, buddy. You got my vote. <laughs> Starving kids. Well, I twenty twenty four. I think. Yeah, and I, I I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but like I I've been kind of following this hospital uh, story that's been coming out of Idaho. The Republicans have set up such horrible healthcare laws, yeah. and they've prohibited like gender affirming care, they've prohibited abortion, they've put like criminal penalties for doctors that, uh, that you know, do, um, you know, women's health, they've like put restrictions on vaccines, like there's no doctors left in Idaho, none of them want to work there. Yeah. And so Idaho's new plan They're is to use jail because some yeah. politicians put in dumbass archaic laws that prevent me from doing my job right. The I remember when I was in Florida, um, it used to be that the doc, you take your kid to the doctor, and one of the questions they would ask at a well visit is, "Do you have guns in the home?" Uh, oh, you do. Okay, do you have them locked? Or they because, ca- like, you know, that prevents accidental gun deaths. But then the right wing got real butthurt over being asked that, and so in Florida, it's illegal for doctors to ask their patients about guns. Hey, I can't ask you, but do you happen to have the thing that that does the murder? Yeah. Well, also, Three like, cars? I'll tell you, no. The long thing that you hold and it was boom, boom. I worked in mental health for a long time. And one of the, one of the things is like, if a person is depressed, one of the things you ask is like, well, do you have access to firearms? You know, because that's, that's a thing you should, you should have a plan, you know, anyway, um, it's the, the Republican Party is just like really pushing these screwy healthcare things, and they're they're all coming to a head now. Like schools are sh- not using libraries anymore, and and um, doctors are leaving. So, see, that's why gonna... Trump is the only guy that could win if the Republicans run because he's the only one who has the ability to make dumbass plebs, yeah, which is all of us, but. 
we're not the dumbasses voting for him, but working class people are not going to, like, yeah, they'll probably vote for DeSantis, but, like, it's not the same. Trump has the ability to make these people feel like they're in on it as well. Trump's fighting for you, you know, like, he's not. Well, they can feel like a tough guy. What? They can feel like a tough guy voting for Trump. They also feel like they're in on it. Too. Yeah, so like yeah. when Trump says something, like they feel like they're they got some like inside knowledge or inside like uh, advantage over people. But with the other do- Republicans don't have that ability because their policies suck. They don't appeal to working class yeah. anyway whatsoever. But Trump is able to like trick these people, and I don't think those other people have that, that same ability. Yeah, I agree. Of well, course, like the stuffy white. Uh, Washington insiders and uh, mainstream news Republicans, of course, they love candidates like Pence or DeSantis because those people speak to their class. Trump is a yeah uh, in the same class as them too, but he has the ability to pull bullshit on the on working. He does. Class. He he feels real. Even it's like, though he's not, he feels real to the average person. I remember, and he also doesn't feel like Washington insider, even though he's yeah. a fucking president, which is hysterical. Um, Kellyanne Conway, is that her name? Yeah. She said, yes. I remember in 2016, she said one of the most ridiculous things. He was a blue-collar billionaire. I was yeah. like, so cracking up. I'm like, this fucking poly man has like the most softest, spongy <laughs> hands you've ever felt. Yeah. If like a cat licked his hand, it would start bleeding immediately. Yeah, his skin or has got to like... be like room temperature butter. You know? <laughs> it's like <laughs> he's like a water. He's a water <laughs> balloon. <laughs> well, <Wow>. temperature butter. <laughs> All right. Well, the la- the last thing in this. Speaking of people that man. can trick, uh, George. The the big news. I I wish they had done it today. Uh, so yeah. What the hell, free. man? But George, the the tomorrow it should be that the people who put up George Santos's bail, their names are released, or George Santos comes up with another way to pay bail, or George Santos goes to prison or jail. You know, um, it's so funny if, like he has to, it's he just goes to jail because the he's not he can die if he lets those names out. Yeah, that would be. There's so many funny outcomes here. At the bottom of the Hudson River, right? Um, yeah, I don't know. It's got my my theory, and this I, this is kind of what I alluded to at the beginning of the podcast. My theory, which I'm basing strictly on just a wild guess, is that it's going to be <laughs> the people who put up the bail are three people no one's ever really heard of. They're not going to be Russian nationals. They're not going to be like Kevin McCarthy or Donald Trump. It's going to be like three. Joe Blows you've never heard of before. But then when you look at them, they're going to have made similar donations or something. They're gonna they're gonna have connections to other candidates yeah. like George Santos. And I'm talking about like, oh, they they put up money to get Representative Luna down in Florida there, or Andy Ogle or whatever that what guy's name in, in Carolina. Was claiming it was Jewish, and you found out yep. she actually comes from Nazis. Yeah, that was Luna. Um, oh, okay, yeah. And then, or maybe they maybe they gave money to Trisha Cotham or something. I mean, my guess is that these that that's the real big secret because I've always I've long thought that there is an effort, an organized effort by a few people to run candidates in 
non-marquee races, you know, not glamorous ones, just like little races you've never heard of before. And they find people with that can pass somewhat of a background check and they present them as moderates. They get an office and they go hard right. And they can think, control the media to the point where they don't get questioned enough that yeah. they get they basically get a free pass. Like, oh, you're you're uh Latino and gay and uh too. Oh wow, you're you're in. We're not even yeah, I may be a Republican, but you know, I'm a single mom and I support public schools. Or it's really funny that you said like it's funny that like yeah, it's bullshit too, because even if you got like a Republican, let's say, who uh is is actually all the stuff they claim, they'll get a vote against your interests anyway, or vote against the minority of marginalized person's interests. Uh, there was a thing recently I saw with the uh, fucking oh my god what a monster Greg Abbott like yeah real anti like disability shit in recent yep. he's fucking in a wheelchair and he's literally, he's literally hurting disabled people I I don't I gotta look it up I don't know what it was it's like awful well I yeah he's he's famous for for that. But I, I, that's what I, my prediction of George Santos is that it will reveal or has a potential to reveal a piece of the puzzle that has kind of eluded us to this point, something that connects the rise of all these swing state Republican moderates that turn hard right when they're in office. And I'll, right. I'll bet um, you. Yeah, it won't be any like big names because they don't want to make it too obvious. Right. But like you said, it'll connect back to maybe a big name or whatever. Yeah. It's not gonna be like it's or it might just be outright like, oh, you mean like this Russian oligarch? Yeah. It could be that too. It could be something and I oh, know yeah. you know, Trisha Cock what's her name? Cockham? I think Cotham. She so this is the lady that decided after winning her election as a Democrat and yep. claiming to care about progressive democrat causes yep care about women's uh reproductive rights uh, a couple months ago because i guess people were mean to her she switched over as a republican and basically like i don't know screwed over the governor or something yeah she well she she joined the republicans giving them like a veto-proof majority and gave them a veto-proof majority i guess there's like some weird shit like she was having an affair with the speaker of the house or something uh in that state I, yeah, I did not hear that, but I did hear that she has a pretty long and established history of getting her feelings hurt uh, in Democratic politics. You know, she had previously won for a ra- run a race and not gotten it, and she kind of had some hurt feelings over that. So this just seems like a real personal thing, but it also wouldn't surprise me if there's like money. You know, oh, that's uh, definitely money. Hell yeah, yeah. fuck. This woman, what a piece of shit. Yeah, she's just garbage because she she looked a lot of people in the eye and swore to them, like, hey, look, if you give me 10 bucks, 20 bucks, whatever, you, I'm going to go and I'll fight yeah, for you. Yeah, right, people who donate. I feel like yeah. that's the same thing with, like, Kristen Cinema, but I feel like this is even worse. Oh, yeah. Kristen, you should have known Kristen Cinema was a flake. You know, but this one was a, a stealth campaign. George Santos was a stealth campaign. Yeah, that, that one's that, super fucked up because it's like, you know, yeah, the Republican who is against abortion and all that. I'm not going to vote for that person. I voted for you because I thought you yeah. stood for the same things, you know, what you were supposed to stand for. I right. didn't vote for the Republican 
because they don't stand for me. That's why it's fucked up. That's why it's a huge betrayal. Yeah. Because yeah, it's it's that one I've said before in this podcast. I'm like that one makes me so jaded. It's very trustworthy yeah. of people. Yeah. Like that's just kind of scary. Like, I mean, it'd be one thing if she flipped and it didn't matter because it was like, oh sure. It was like, well, okay, whatever. Republicans gained one in this area. But no, she like literally fucked over like the entire Democratic Party and like yeah, probably the people of her state and well just yeah, people in general, you know, like people believed in her, you know. So it's different up. when you when you work like I, I well, we had this um uh election in uh my town, your old town, and uh the school board race was real easy for me because there's some progressive candidates and I voted for them. But in one of the county commissioners' races, both choices were not great. I didn't like either choice. And so I actually talked to one of them and I got convinced, you know, persuaded by him and uh, I voted for him. And as it turns out, he started, he voted in the way he said he would, you know, he, he kept his word. He voted he, against, I said, I'd kill puppies and I will. Right. Kill puppies. But he, he did. You stand by. But I, I thought about it. I was like, what if this guy's lying to me? I would have been super pissed, you know? So anyway, whatever. Um, speaking of super pissed, you know who's probably super pissed right now is uh, Andrew Tate because he's in jail. Because he's, uh, he's not in jail yet. I thought he will go to. Jail. Oh, he's not he in jail. Been, no, he well he he was arrested and then he was in jail and then he I guess now he's either like um like house arrest or whatever. Oh, okay. But basically, the news got out basically that he will probably face twenty years in prison in Romania for uh, yeah. What sex trafficking and uh, sex trafficking and rape? Rape oh. was the other big one. Good guy. So again, like a Rogan, this guy's like on another level scumbaggery. Like it's one thing. Like he's one of those men's rights like, guys. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, this is like you. I feel like you gotta go to Rogan first to get to Andrew Tate. You don't. You normally don't yeah. go to Andrew Tate. Yeah, he's some like what is he like an ex UFC fighter or something? And yeah, he's like an ex fighter, lightweight fighter, and then I think he got involved in British reality TV, and that's where he got real famous. You know, like yeah, and he's just uh, like a dick, and he's yeah. like a he's like a pickup artist or some bullshit. You know, like one of those guys. He's a yeah, he's like a men's rights activist, yeah. and so I guess you know, he was I, running like uh, sex. Uh, what do you call it? Like cam girls or something? I think, yeah, he basically he had like, like a, a private OnlyFans and he would like force women to kind of work their That's where the sex trafficking comes in. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. So this guy's um, a bad, this guy verbally is a bad person, rhetorically is a bad person, but he is <laughs> literally a bad person. It is yeah. not up for debate. The guy well, is. God, his only his only possible defense is because there's like hours of film and tweets and shit of him basically saying like women are trash. You can yeah, he's admitted to like literally everything that he's being arrested for. So his only defense could be that like the the the, the that um Alex Jones defense where it's like <laughs> it was all an act. I'm not really that way. I was that was a character. So you when know, you did actually threaten those women and put them in those situations it was just an act was they going along with the act yeah 
Right. Yeah. I mean, like, what? How much what, did you cut them in on the proceeds of that act? How much was that netting you per month at the time? So, uh, <laughs> uh, so the joke about this, and I, I love how people get so stupid about this, but one day, late last year or early this, very early this year, he decides to tweet at Greta Thunberg saying yeah. how he has all these low mileage race cars and how he's kind of like rubbing in her face or whatever yeah then he has a bugatti whatever because he's so rich and successful yep and she went she right back called him like small dick like she didn't give a shit yeah right small dick energy or something yeah it was a real funny exchange um uh and then he he tweeted back um he tweeted back that photograph of him eating pizza, right? It wasn't okay. Uh, he he wrote back something, and it was kind of funny. And then she wrote back something else, and he got ratioed to hell. It was like one of the biggest. Yeah. It was one of the biggest ratios of like Twitter history. There was like a it was a big one, yeah. and this one like goes down. Yeah, it says Greta Thunberg ends here with one of the greatest tweets in history. Uh, yes, please do. Oh. Cars are routinely token of real. Okay, where did it say? Thunberg seemed aware of that when she replied, "Yes, please do enlighten me. Email me at smalldickenergy at." Yeah, that was it. And it just like he looked like. I mean, it got shared three and a half million times. Uh, so he put out a video that, like, kind of like it's like the Wojak of like. The, the mask that looks like it's smiling but under it's yeah, like yeah. angry crying that's kind of like what this was it pretty much was this and he's sitting there and he's trying to look like he's all cool like he doesn't give a shit and he's eating pizza right and I guess uh, the author- it got out well one the pizza box was a Romanian restaurant yep, a local place. Romanian place and he's, want- he's wanted it for all the things that he's arrested for in Romania. Like when he goes to jail, he'll be going to a Romanian prison. Yes. Um, and uh, he got arrested like immediately after that. And of course the joke, you know, of course the authorities were like, no, that had nothing to do with the Greta Thunberg thing. We were right. on this case. All right. I'll believe that they've been on him for a while now. Sure. But there you cannot deny the fact that that whole Greta Thunberg interaction was not did not accelerate it yeah and they happen like so close to one another yeah like the fact that like he puts out a video that gets seen by millions of people and he's eating pizza and the address is literally right there because yeah (laughs) and he gets arrested like that afternoon like literally like an hour later yeah arrested like come on now there's you could claim that you were working on this case for months or years but you cannot deny the fucking fact yeah. That well-known interaction led to his them yeah, that's hilarious. finding his location and arresting him. Because like it literally happened like an that, hour that's later. how it happened, yeah. And I, I had people who like so I did a drawing of uh back then of Greta Thunberg high kicking, yes, uh Andrew Tate knocking him out. And uh, it's like a Chun Li kick or something. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and he's holding pizza, which is kind of funny. And it says Romanian pizza on it. And I posted the drawing and I had all these idiots like, you know, yeah, he's arrested, it's good, but she had nothing to do with it. I'm like, 
Okay. I didn't, Greta Thunberg right. did not arrest him. She's just some Kid. person that he decided to annoy because she's a environmentalist. So fucking stupid. Yeah. I was like, I don't even argue with these people. I'm like, it's a, first of all, did she also high kick him? Mm. No, it's a cartoon. Yeah. It's not mm. real. <laughs> she right. didn't actually kick him. I, I'm positive. Probably um, not. <laughs> I love that. My favorite, though, I get these jackasses. I, I post on my Instagram and these jackasses. Uh, let me let me read this. Yeah. Um, so, of course, the right wing has to, you know, the thing about her, regardless of what you think about her or whatever, she's a great voice for young people. Uh, pro environment. She has a big following. I'd say that's a good thing. She yeah. pisses off the right people. The right people, and they just have to be right wing. But I mean, like, yeah, yeah. she's making the right people angry, mm. which means she's doing her job. Yeah, um, that, that and, makes sense. Yeah. So, what did this guy write? And this is like one of the conspiracies about her, and it's complete bullshit hmm. I wonder if the guy deleted it some bullshit claim that like um that she's related to the Rothschilds oh, yeah yeah she's the great granddaughter of some Rothschild so I looked at I was like you know what I'm gonna google this yeah yeah Anna Thunberg Rothschilds uh like connection and it's like this <laughs> basically said this is a bullshit story the person doesn't even fucking exist. Oh, this Lord. so-called banker of the Rothschilds. She's no kid. <laughs> right, right. And I, I wrote the guy that I was like, yeah, that, that was proven. That that is completely <laughs> like bullshit. Came right back. Yeah, yeah. Believe That's it funny. or not. <laughs> oh, my favorite, I posted on Twitter and I don't know, you saw it, it like blew up, man. It's got like 215,000 views. But uh Oh, this one guy, it's like all these like bots. And my yeah, favorite Dalkin with a blue check mark. Let's see how many <laughs> followers Dalkin has. All right, he has 30. Oh no, how many does he have now? He has 14 followers. Right, so at the time though, yeah, good for him. At the time though, when he tweeted that at me, are you in the bandwagon? I yeah, 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 I saw that on the bandwagon. And I said, You have nine followers and pay for Twitter blue, lol. And uh, I, I thought that was really funny. And you wrote, Kaiser, <laughs> I will follow you $12 per year. Please DM if interested. <laughs> yeah, no word right from off. him, by the way. What? <laughs> no word from him, by no, the way. I don't think so. I'm like, who the fuck pays for Twitter Blue with just nine followers? Like, listen, I get it. If you have a couple thousand followers and you're trying to like sell sure. some bullshit and you think Twitter Blue might help, that's fine. But like, yeah, yeah. How about it? followers you're gonna pay for twitter get the fuck out of here I'm like who the hell in the right mind and of course this guy uh posted my picture uh from my profile pic yes yeah. this is the face of a very feminine insecure man and it's funny because i in the photo i'm smiling uh very happily and yeah. i have a huge beard yeah. Insecure. I would say most right. of my photos, I usually am very insecure. I'm like, oh, I'm all on the ball. Here, I don't look insecure. Uh, and I said, one follower, I'm surprised you don't pay for Twitter Blue because the guy had one follower. Yeah. 
And then like some uh, account was like, ha, you make that joke about that's the only insult you have against us is to make fun of us for paying for Twitter blue or whatever. Good and I wrote, start. I wrote that on that person. You have way more, you follow way more people than who follow you and you pay yeah. for Twitter blue. LOL. The guy got all mad or whatever this account was. And <laughs> You're like, I get it for the features. And I'm like, Yeah. I said, <laughs> it's like reading Playboy for the articles. Yeah. Like, <laughs> first of all, I said, Well, oh, because he then that they can write longer tweets. And I said, No one finds you interesting. And having more words isn't going to make your right. tweet more interesting. Like, if anything, no. most people, when they see those tweets, they don't look at them. Oh, yeah. No, I, yeah. Twitter worked for a long time because it forced you to kind of write concisely, and it was. And there was a thread. Uh, I yeah. don't mind threads because sometimes yeah. they get like really interesting. I don't want to see a fucking diatribe. I'm not going to read it. Yeah, no, no, that's crazy. That's crazy. So no. yeah, this guy sucks. Like, there's definitely like a brom. Like, there's like if you like Rogan and. and I guarantee you it's like the holy trinity of like, Rogan, Tate, Elon Musk. Yeah. I can see that as like a, just right. Man. That's yeah, that's that's three that's a three strikes law. Uh if you're what? into those the holy trinity. Yeah. The Elon Musk thing's still a little weird. Well, he he put up a tweet saying that it's it's, it's a little weird to understand because he says at first, like Tart, I guess. The night before, some guy had said something like, I don't like being called cis. And so immediately, like, 500 people started calling him cis on his Twitter page. And so then Elon Musk put out a statement saying, if you harass an account, I'm going to give you a temporary suspension. Which is a a nasty distortion of what Twitter... So Twitter, when people would dead name trans people yeah. on Twitter, Twitter put in a policy basically like, yeah, we're going to remove your account if you keep right. harassing people. So he's doing this like, ha ha, I'm so clever. If you keep calling this person cisgender, cis, that's a slur. Yeah, I'm going to pull your, you know, it, it's so fucking childish. It you know, is. It's like somebody saying like, they're a reverse racist or something, and you're like, I always find that bizarre thing to say. Like, stupid. Like, so only you're allowed to be the racist? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. You're, that's... you're literally admitting that white people are racist or something. Yeah. Uh I my my guess is that I don't know what my guess is with Elon Musk. I mean, he's just like so reliably terrible these days. Uh I mean, like I saw people using cis and cisgender all day on Twitter and presumably weren't. what's he gonna do he's gonna pull down people's accounts and then yeah. okay we'll stop using it we'll go we'll make blue sky big we'll go make yeah. something else big like mm-hmm. like i don't get it again this is like the dumbest he has to be the dumbest man on the planet like he's like the most if anything i don't know if he's the dumbest but he's definitely the most overrated person yeah because every move he's made for twitter is so stupid it's just backfired or been bad or yeah they're just like they're not all his decisions are not designed to actually grow the platform. If anything, it's degrading. It's becoming 
Yeah. With Nazis. It's becoming rampant with bots. That is the funny thing. They complain about all the bots. Like, dude, I feel like there are more bots than ever. Well, especially because a lot of them are pushed up to the front of the, the replies. You yeah, because they I have mean, Twitter blue. Yeah. So I know that, like, when I go on Twitter, like, I don't go on Twitter anymore like I used to. Like, if I go on now, uh, I there's like a half dozen accounts that I know I want to see their stuff. I'll go to them directly. Sometimes good stuff will come on my feed, but mostly often not. Um, it's just become a terrible user experience for me, you know? I don't know. I'll uh, be honest with you. Like, I have no issue with it. I've done better on Twitter this past couple of months than I've done the entire time I've been. Yeah. I have uh, some of my tweets have got, like, I've never, it, it was funny, though. Yeah. I posted something and it got, like, hundreds, not thousands of likes. And then I tweet something and it gets zero. Yeah. That's the one bizarre thing about Twitter. It's so weird. Like, yeah. I tweeted something about the Flash movie. And it has one fucking like. Mm. I mean, I don't care. I just find that bizarre. Like, yeah, it's so. I like. I think I'm just gonna delete it. Well, um, I don't know. But like, I, I. It's funny. Like, I'm not paying for Twitter Blue. I'm not paying for any of that shit. No. But I feel like I've done better on this app. Mm. It took me. I was stuck with like thirty three thousand three hundred followers for years. I could not get out of it. Yeah. Some weird now. I'm finally over 4,500. Oh, there you go. But it's bizarre. I don't know what yeah. the fuck happened. I was like, I would gain followers, lose followers. I always was stuck at like 3,300. I'm like, what? This is so yeah. weird. I couldn't grow it at all, no matter what I did. Well, then yeah. one day, I don't know, I posted something. And it... <clears throat> well, I think it does, um, like it's becoming more rage engaged you know like rage is getting engaged more often i mean that's so social media yeah no i i agree i guess hmm. i guess what i'm saying is like well i don't know i just see a lot more quantity of posts you know even ones that are kind of meaningless like bot bot posts um yeah yeah i don't know i don't know all right we got one, one more item we got uh, Pat Robertson dropping dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pat Robertson died. Uh, yeah. You have anything who Pat Robertson was? Yeah, you know when I was like when I was like in fifth or sixth grade, I was just becoming like aware of like stuff, you know. And I saw a uh, telethon, a Pat Robertson telethon. And I was still going to church at the time. I, I was a, a Lutheran Christian. And my family went to church weekly, and um, uh, I saw this telethon thing, and I was like, this is a fucking scam. Like, I knew it. Like, I just kind of intuitively knew. I was like, they're stealing this money. You know, this is bullshit. My, my mom's yeah, yeah. like, and I asked my mom, and my mom's like, yeah, I agree. Most churches do that. That's why we go to our church. She gave me her pitch about why our and church. And she gave all like, the money to that church. <laughs> no, no. I, that church was real socially uh, aware. I mean, that was a very progressive church. Anyway. Um, I was like getting get like a little worked up, like only a sixth grader could. And my mom's like, why don't you call? Why don't you call the telethon people and tell them how you feel? And so I did. I called the 1-800 number and I got like some, you know, weirdo in Missouri or whatever. And they're like, oh, can I take your donation? 
And um, I was like, you guys are stealing money. This is nonsense. You know, Jesus threw out the money. Jam. I gave my whole speech. And the guy let me talk for like a solid minute. He's like, all right, thank you. And then just hung up on me. Like, yeah, what's he going to do? Yeah. Well, that was the thing is like, it was so stupid. Like back when I believed I could call like a customer oh, service. For, yeah. Um, but Pat Robertson was really shitty and really I'm bad like for this country. Part-time person at a, at a or like a tent job. Right. He's like, I don't even give a it's, fuck what this is. I could be working at for plungers or yeah. He was just Pat Robertson really like did so much to bring politics or, or religion into politics in a really bad way. He made and Christianity he was, just like yeah. uh, what was that other scumbag, his partner, basically. That other well, guy. there's several. There's Jim Baker and Jimmy Swaggart. And, nah, not those two. Uh, it was that other guy. He Pat, Ro- Pat Robertson. He was like a big fat dude with gray hair. He started. Oh man, like he died in 2004 or... or something. I don't know. He was in the remember that movie about the guy from Hustler? He made a movie and he yeah, had, yeah. He had a that wasn't Jimmy like Swaggart. No wasn't you know the liberty university guy or something jeez jerry falwell yeah and his son was the one like a year or two ago so it's funny with the whole gemstones like he's like a gemstone yeah 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 um yeah farwell too these are horrible people one they would put out really homophobic material at 9-11 happened they both claim that the buildings yeah attacked and fall because Gay people. Gay people yeah. exist. We allowed gay people to exist, and that's why he he say all kinds of horrible things. But then it's like, okay, besides the outright bigotry of the LGBTQ, he was also incredibly racist. He pushed the lie about uh Haitians being cursed and yep. that's why they get earthquakes yeah. because they, they left their slave map, they had a slave review. Uh, result. Yeah. I mean, this guy was like the furthest from whatever Christian's supposed to be. He's he helped him and Farrell help turn Christianity into straight up, uh, like being recognized as like a right wing religion almost. Yeah. Like, like if you're a Christian, if you claim you're Christian, you're probably more than most likely going to be also a right wing Republican. Yeah. And you're I right. Don't he- I have don't know. Like, I'm not saying Christianity was this hippie thing before that. That's not the case. That's not it at all. It's probably always had a conservative bend to it, but they accelerated it. Yeah. They and, made it all, they made it all right. Like Trump made being like Trump. All right. Pat Robertson made being hateful. All right. Also. Paul, anti-union, incredibly mm-hmm. anti-union, which is weird. Like they're very like. Strange things that should not be involved too much in politics too much. I mean, though, politics have always in religion and politics have always mixed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the interesting thing was, it's like, you know, Jimmy Carter was technically like the first evangelical president. Yeah. But he was pro choice. And he was a pretty good guy. Yeah. Yeah, so the Republicans were like these type of type these type of evangelicals that were like, we don't like any of this. He doesn't represent us actually, and that's when they lat- latched onto Reagan. So yeah. Pat Robertson, like again, didn't he own like slave mines or some shit? I don't know, but yeah, I know did. that uh, that would make sense. Pat Robertson.
Let me see. Diamond mining failed oh, in the geez. jungle. It was exciting, exotic, and potentially lucrative. It was also risky. Pat Robertson was no stranger to risk. Robinson had gambled years. How much did Pat Robertson? Okay. Pat Robertson from 2008 defends himself against Mission Congo Doc, saying he wasn't oh, very. Yeah, yeah. Like he's these are bad people. Like yeah. that's they they he's got super rich off of this. Like they claim they're godly, and if anything, they made God out to be just worse. Just yeah. a horrible, like probably the joke is as much as he probably made the Republican Party a, a Christian full on like Christian theocratic mm-hmm. party. He's probably also been the, the trigger for making a lot of people not religious. Yeah. They see a person well, like Matt Robertson or Jerry Fowell, and they're like, ew. He he was definitely instrumental in me falling away from the church i mean like i can't say that he did it but like that was a piece of the puzzle you know it just was i the people like that i couldn't you couldn't count it like the and again not, not to get weird religious here or whatever but like when i was growing up in the church it was pretty simple like J- jesus said love love people like you love yourself you know like or, or do unto others as you would have them do unto you. it was like a basic golden rule type of thing where it was like essentially just be nice to people and accept things no one's perfect blah blah and that was like a pretty attractive message but pat robertson and the rest of them just turned that upside down it was real shocking as a younger person uh interesting though earlier this year he uh either his brain melted uh he uh he surprisingly had a pretty good take on trans people. Oh, okay. What do you say? He said, uh, we don't have to stone them though. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me see if I can find it. I don't have the exact quote, but he kind of like just like said, leave these people alone or whatever. Hmm. Um, was- I don't know. I find that interesting. I don't know. That the was guy yeah, he was probably had what been is, visited by two ghosts by that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I thought you trans people. I, no, I'm trying to think of what else. Look at he, he, he meant people who collect model trains. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you meant to say they were train conductors. Yes. <laughs> I thought you I, meant to say they were transformers. Trans uh, people are just not like me and you. <laughs> what? trans people are just like me and you they just wear those blue and white striped overalls you know they just (laughs) yeah trans people are just like me and you except they could turn into a car or a jet (laughs) maybe even a dragon depending on yeah the the sector robot faction they are right favorite is the dinobots Well, anyway, he Jesus he passed wrote, away. Jesus wrote a Dinobot. He he might have had moments of lucidity towards the end, but um, he was essentially a, a pretty crappy person. So yeah, he like I said, the joke is he's probably responsible for more people turning away from, from yeah. religion. Like, and that's the same thing. It's like these clowns—they always do this. It's like. You put out this awful message, like it's almost even like the same thing with like the Rogan anti-vaxxer thing and attacking this Peter uh Hotez guy. Oh, yeah. 
Like I'm following him now on Twitter. I didn't yeah. know who the guy he was until you fucking started attacking this guy. Right? It's like it always backfires. That's like the joke. Wow. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll uh <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm sure there'll be more uh deaths to come, but his was <laughs> his was his was a nice one to to kick and again, off. Again, and also month. being in Pride Month is kind of fun. Yes, it's hilarious. Because so. he was such a massive homophobe. Yes. Big, 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 big. Maybe right. they say one doth, doth protest too much. Yeah. <laughs> that could be. I don't know. He he was too of a different age. Like it wasn't surprising that a dude that was 117 was like homophobic, you know. I get the heebie jeebies from that. Right. <laughs> uh yeah. So um I, I don't know. I mean, he's he's gone now, so there's that. He's just terms like buggery, which is like <laughs> from the 18th. A pedist or something. I do not lay it down with the buggeries. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, All right, well, rotten hell, you <laughs> fucking, you, you fucking bastard. <laughs> I know, what do they always say? Like, you know, like, I was like, oh, don't speak ill of the dead. You know what? Right. That motherfucker spoke so much ill of the day. Yeah. Oh, that was my favorite before we wrap this up. Again, anytime I post something, like like I said, I post Andrew Tate or whatever, the drawing of um, yeah. and I got these people like, you shouldn't preach hate. I'm right. Like, Fuck are you talking about? Yeah, that's you all watch this piece of shit. That's literally his entire existence is being hateful. hateful. Yeah. Like I am me pointing it out is not hate. Yeah. These people are fucking clowns. Anytime I see that, I'm always like, want to crack up. I'm like, it's ridiculous. I don't even waste my time talking to them because it's like, okay, I don't even, I don't even know what you're doing here. All yeah. Right. yeah. Well, on that note, I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. You still going on about that? Thank you for listening to You Still Going On About That. Um, please like, comment share and if you haven't done already please follow us on instagram ysgo facebook ysgo and twitter ysgo thank you and have a great day